0: 2 episode 19 of the Brand Social Podcast. Today we're talking to Connor from 1212. Enjoy
1: the show. Well, this is not going well at all. Can you hear me?
2: Oh, hold on. I've got everything muted. Hear me
1: now? Yeah. Oh,
0: sometimes it just takes a little while to connect.
1: Well, as is as in life. It's true. let me just. You're right. Yeah, I'm just a bit Brazzles. dazed and dazed and confused. Let me put my hat on because I've not got much hair, and the hair I have got doesn't cover my head properly. You can cut <laughs> that out. Oh, I've I've made the mistake, today of wearing beige trousers and a green t-shirt. So I look like Shaggy. From Scooby Doo, not um, not Shaggy. <laughs> it wasn't me. It's rather, it rather than me. It's rather than me. Scooby Doo. <laughs> <laughs>
3: hey,
2: look.
1: Oh, no! You can't see my trousers. Yeah, I've got beige trousers and a
2: green um, shirt on. Proper, proper Shaggy. <laughs> shaggy,
1: shaggy. It's been stuck in my head now. Brilliant. <laughs> Shocking. Hmm. They come on with bombastic. Mm. they fantastic. Just me mm. on the lips <laughs> and you with the roar. raw, man. You can cut this.
0: No, no, I'm not cutting any of this.
1: If mm. you spoken to DHL, <laughs> have you spoken? Has she got her oh. stuff yet? Yeah, it's been delivered. Yeah. Is she pleased yeah. with
0: it. She hasn't said anything. So... I fucking up. I mean, so
1: because we need to, like, obviously update the listener. On um...
0: right, it, it it's there. It arrived on Christmas Day.
1: Bloody hell! Mind you, yeah. they have Christmas over there. I suppose no. they do, do they? They don't. Uh, no, so they it doesn't don't. matter. So they can get shit delivered on Christmas Day over there. Yeah, must
0: exactly. Be, must be way more convenient. Yeah, yeah. Not having old baby Jesus to contend with.
1: I've just I've just realised that I'm not actually following our guest on Instagram on my work page. Been following on my um, yeah Ooh. yeah I've been following him <laughs> on my other one my private one I'm not on there go I'm following I'm following our wonderful guest now
0: private one is that your um your OnlyFans one
1: yeah man yeah my only only flans I where I display all of my flans that I make <laughs> <laughs> loads of flans just flans left right and centre
0: so many flans you're basically French now
1: I'm so French I'm more French than you mate yeah you are. Yeah. <laughs> oh that's that's a sum total of my French out of the way now.
0: No, yeah, fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. I'm I'm not gonna attempt my Italian. You wouldn't understand it anyway, you don't speak it, do you? Yeah, but I can
1: the listeners didn't know that until just then, so I could have I could have fluffed it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh shit mario's here yeah
1: it's really funny when my dad speaks italian on the phone to his relatives because he's been over here like for a fucking long time like pushing 50 odd years um he, he'll be talking and be going blah 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 and he goes oh we didn't blah 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 no Brilliant. you
0: don't say blah 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 <laughs> That's amazing. It's like that.
1: watching. It's like watching really a, a, a lot like of one of those weird films where the subtitles don't match up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Before we continue, yeah. I've got a bone to pick with the listeners. <laughs> listeners, listeners, it is plural, so it's okay. Um, some of you are listening and not subscribed, and every time you listen to a podcast, but don't subscribe to it i'm forced to murder a puppy so (laughs) what i need you to do is uh is subscribe to the brand social podcast Um, and then if you're on apple podcasts if you could give us a rating particularly a good one because if you don't give us a good one i'm forced to kill kittens um so i mean on your head be it but not subscribing and not Rating the podcast well is basically causing the death of any any future like cats and dogs. Um, I don't want to do it. My hands are tied. Like I have to. I'm contractually obliged to. Um, so yeah, just 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 think about that next time you you listen and don't subscribe or or, or rate us well on Apple Podcasts. Uh, you can also find us on our socials at the uh, brand social podcast. Uh, come and join in the conversation. I've got. It, I don't kill anything if you don't do it on Instagram. It's, it, it, the threat is mainly for the other two things, but I, I might be slightly perturbed if you don't. So anyway, I just want. I just wanted to jump in and say that because you know, there's only so many dead puppies and kittens I can keep in my garage. It's getting a bit full, so if we could <laughs> up the numbers, that would be great.
0: <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> that was good. All right. <laughs> Have I
1: buckled you. <laughs> oh,
0: Jesus. oh. The episode's not even started.
1: Those poor um, animals.
0: Oh, right. Anyway. <laughs> we, uh, so today we have got Connor from 1212, haven't
1: we? We have got Connor from 1212. Yes. I've spoken to Connor. Have you spoken to Connor before? I've chatted him a few no. times on a video video called Jack at Old Elton's. Um, Connor's always there because he works there. Um, so, which, which is why, like, he isn't just fucking creeping out in the background like some fucking.
0: He's always fucking there,
1: like fucking creepy. Where's Wally? <laughs> um, yeah, he's he's a good bloke, very knowledgeable. Um, not, I don't think he's been in the print game all that long, but he's already, according to Jack, he's really fucking good at it so yeah.
0: what does what's he do for jack he runs his press doesn't he
1: pretty much yeah yeah he's yeah. hot as well apparently so you awesome, i'm sure man. i'm sure we'll end up talking about presses and autos and and shit like that
0: and bitching about uh, jack yeah well saying that he pays him doesn't he so i don't know if he can i don't know does he think, <laughs> know. we'll find out we'll find out of violence yeah we'll find out <laughs>
1: it always works
0: uh, I want oh, i won't be printed at 300 shirts an hour i can't boss, my hands are bleeding what's
1: <laughs> <laughs> what's interesting is he's only ever printed on an auto i believe
0: yeah yeah that's quite a unique um unique perspective mm. i mean i i think it's it's probably easier to learn on an auto if you've no screen printing experience yeah i can imagine um yeah, but it's still an interesting dynamic because it's mm. a it's a different set of rules you need to figure out. Um, I mean, I found that when I went from manual to order and it's like, oh fuck, this is different. Mm. Like, you know, I just assumed it'd be the same sort of thing, and you just then press a button instead of pulling a squeegee. But it's, yeah, it can uh, it can be quite complicated at times. But, yeah, oh, he, anyway. He
1: is, he is the man when it comes to shit like that, so I'm sure we'll have a good chat to him about that. And about his, more importantly, about his brand. Yes, yes. Right,
0: let's get him in. Let's get him Yeah,
1: in. I just realised I look a little bit like and I'm part of the clergy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Pope, Pav. Cr- Pope
1: Pav. Pope Pav. Cracking. That's a cracking name he's got. Concelector. Con selector, con selector, con selector, selector, how's it going? Right. Yeah, I'm good, thanks. How are you guys? All right, I'm all right. I'm oh, we just uh, had to, we had to record our little interest so we didn't let you in straight away. Yeah, uh,
3: yeah, that's all good. I'm a uh, seasoned seasoned vet of the podcast. I know how it goes down. Do you? Well, yeah, I've. Uh, I've you listened a...
1: to
0: him, have you?
3: Yeah, yeah, I had you guys on in the car today. I had a bit of a drive, so I was Wait, like, oh, which episode
0: was it? Does Jack make you? <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, you know what? It's been it's been really useful. Like it's it's nice to hear like other people, similar positions, different stories. It's yeah, it's nice to kind of hear what they're doing and how they go about it. And, yeah, it's nice. I had it on. What did I have on today? I think I'd, I'd halfway through the fixative one. Oh, he's
1: great, Fletcher.
3: Yeah, because he 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 came down here once, all the way from Exeter. Is that? Is yeah, he... I think he's in that
1: area. He Can't you he picked up the tunnel, bought the tunnel dry off off you guys? Yeah. Didn't... yeah, yeah, and yeah. then we have been following him
3: since. So I caught up on his episode and I listened to that um, Sayati episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. he's he's right. cool
1: as well. We, I mean, we've been very very fortunate to have some have some very good guests and and unfortunately now you <laughs> <laughs> yeah wow well, let's see what you think
3: it's nice oh, yeah it's nice that you even want to you know get in touch
1: well I, I was looking today at the diary and actually we've picked the wrong day to have you on given your brand name because tomorrow is 12th night is it yes yeah, it's, it's the Twelfth night the, with the, the Christmas Christian Christmas celebrations tomorrow's class is twelfth night, so we should have yeah, actually should filmed have it 12, tomorrow.
0: Twelve on twelve.
1: Well, no, yeah. one, no one has to know. You mm. know. So that, oh, oh, listeners, we're recording this on the twelfth night. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's Thursday. Um,
3: <laughs> yeah. Well, we, I know we did talk about the uh, the four twenty special, but yeah, know, yeah, we far away. Couldn't, we we, could, we couldn't wait that long to get you on. We had to get you on before then. Yeah. I've never heard of that twelfth night thing though. I don't know. Maybe it's just because I'm not very religious. It's just I'm... a Jesus thing.
1: <laughs> well, I am I'm dressed like a Pope tonight, look. I've got my little <laughs> You got your collar. Yeah. <laughs> I was saying I was saying while we were talking shit about you before we let you on, um uh I'm dressed like Shaggy today. because uh, 'cause I've got a green t shirt and beige trousers on. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. I, I I bought a pair of like
3: uh is it ba- chino chino is just like the color for me now every
1: time anyone says chino i just think <laughs> that no chino's the chino's the style
3: yeah but it's it's normally that color isn't it
1: yeah That's they're all that the, sort of tan it, color it's the, it's
3: the color yeah.
0: that if you get a bit of wee on it it's really <laughs> noticeable
1: the dot of shame yeah <laughs> <laughs> well i i bought a pair today so i'll see how they go did you yeah, yeah. In, yeah. interesting interesting fact for you i i haven't worn jeans since i was 23
3: what do you wear? Shorts? Shorts. Very no, chinos. Socks, man. I
1: wear chi- chinos and, and like Carhartt work trousers. Fair play. I, yeah. put, I put a pair of jeans on and I looked at myself in the mirror. And after I stopped like dribbling over how sexy I am, I was like, these jeans don't suit me. <laughs> so I put another pair of jeans on and I was like, these jeans don't. And I realised that jeans just don't, I'm not, I'm not built for jeans. So I don't I just, I just stopped wearing them.
0: Yeah. I've to... I'll, t- I'll tell you what I've started wearing is that uh I I shop at next because I'm not middle aged now. Um but they have a uh like a jeans range called Ultimate Comfort and it's like a really it's like uh, cotton blended with a really high count of polyester <laughs> and they're basically like joggers that look like jeans and they're fucking amazing. They are so comfortable.
3: Are they like the the stretchy, they're kind of a little bit, yeah, yeah, a bit yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. What what was that thing that chavs used to wear? Jeggings. Is that, is that the thing? Is that what they were called? <laughs> I think jeg- yeah, it's, it's not jeggings, that. jeggings are like a women's
1: thing. Yeah, yeah, no. chav women. Yeah. They used to have the jeggings and the slag willies, <laughs> you know the the UG boots. Yeah, I know I know exactly the ones you mean. But to be sure. to be fair, shit, this
3: chair's like really squeaky. Sorry if that's being picked up. I'm gonna right. try and find a position that's not right. So I do I'll, yeah. I'll just say
0: i just say it was perhaps breathing anyway.
3: <laughs> Hopefully there's a limiter on the mic. Um yeah, I've not worn jeans to be fair in forever. I've there's like a Patagonia make a really nice twill, I think mm. it's on, but it doesn't they don't feel like jeans. Jeans are quite restricting. And now I, yeah, I agree oh, That's I what pretty much exclusively wear golf trousers. Oh because yeah, you're you're a golfist as well, aren't you, like Jack? Yeah, since ever since Jack brought me into it the 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 trousers are so comfy, mm. they're just they're light, it doesn't feel like you've got anything on, they're super stretchy and they look they look great. Do you look like Ned
1: Flanders when he's got his speedy ski suit on i i, I, I think the rest it's like I'm wearing nothing locked. at all, nothing at all <laughs> you Except, love that? stupid, sexy Flanders. <laughs>
3: Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. yeah. I agree.
1: Down with jeans. Down with jeans.
3: Yeah, I can't really think. They just break too easily. It's too... And when they get wet,
1: they take forever to dry. I don't mean mm. just in the penis area, but if you're out and it, there's a, there's a slight drizzle. Um, I used to do like a religious shop at Route One
3: every year. They had like a two for fifty quid on jeans. I used to go in there and get like. Two pairs of black jeans, and that would be me done for the year. And it'd be every year I'd go and do the same thing, but they would always just rip in the crotch. Every yeah. Single pair, yeah. I just couldn't find anything that was not ripping in the crotch.
0: Well, these problems that I was on about are the only ones that I've ever had that don't rip in the crotch.
3: Where, it's where they're, they're so rip.
1: stretchy though, presumably.
0: Yeah, but they're fucking comfortable, mate. They're like wearing joggers.
2: Hmm. I accidentally, and then when, they, when they do the
0: joggers. eventually rip, I use them in the shop. Mm. That's a good and Yeah, that's a good one. And just wipe ink all over.
3: I can't, I like joggers, but exclusively for the house because I don't understand why so many people wear them outside of the house because it's no, just, I don't. they're so revealing.
1: Mm. You know what I mean? It's not a problem <laughs> I have to worry about, really, if I'm honest. Have I got a boner? Have I not yeah. got a
0: boner?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm neither a grower nor a shower,
0: <laughs> just a pointer. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh where's the way to the supermarket? Over there.
1: It's that way. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I'm not I'm not i j I've got I've got joggers. I like joggers when I'm on an aeroplane. But that's still a public
3: place. It's just
1: Yeah, but it's sort of slightly less public because you've got to be able to afford an airplane ticket to be on there.
3: Yeah, unless you've got like a, a bit of a baggy t shirt on, then
1: you can probably get away with it well but my joggers don't look like joggers they look like chinos that's the thing i've got those asquith and fox ones from Ralock. i bought them by accident
3: yeah
1: and they I do know. look like they're like cuffed chinos They've, they're jolly comfortable
3: <laughs> well yeah uh, comfort over
1: yeah
3: what's the i don't know
1: form over function yeah function over yeah. form whichever one it is cool we've had we've had some really middle-aged conversations on on this podcast and this is well up there <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> speak for yourself
0: <laughs> <laughs> how old are you by the way mate sorry uh
1: 20 29
3: 29 oh cool. you're still As young fast 29. approaching fast approach in the i don't know if i'm i'm not exactly looking forward to it but 30 is the 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 milestone Mm. Mm. It's exciting.
0: Nearly yeah. halfway mean, to Nearly halfway to sixty.
3: I feel like the pandemic really. I don't feel like it. I feel like I've lost
1: two years. I yeah, everyone, everyone. Everyone's actually two years younger than they are. Yeah, that's yeah. just the way it I, is.
0: I, I had my thirtieth in lockdown, and oh. it was so fucking weird. It's it's I mean, experience. I've never done like massive things on my on my birthday anyway. But it was kind of like my thirtieth was the one that I was kind of planning of like you know going out with all my mates and like we book out a pub or something like that. Yeah. And it was just like we just sat on Zoom, and it was just <laughs> really fucking weird. I just got hammered on my own. You
3: know, it's weird. Know. Like the pandemic started off, and it was brilliant. I feel like. Had some time off, all the Zoom stuff was for about three weeks. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> and then it got old
1: pretty quickly. Yeah. yeah. I worked it's throughout like... the whole thing. I didn't start I didn't have a day off for like eight and a half months, I think it was in the end.
0: No, but I worked as well. Was it was horrible
1: it every day. It was horrible. I hated I, I, it. I feel like I had two years off, pretty much. Thanks, That's mate. It. Appreciate that. No no wonder you don't feel Thanks
0: for rubbing it in, mate. <laughs> well, I did,
1: I
3: did go the whole year last year without, like, I I feel like I made up for it. Good.
1: Like, I, I worked pretty solidly. We're going to have a good year this year, though, aren't we? You're coming to me in promotion, aren't you? Yeah, that's going to be exciting.
3: Mm. It's going to be nice. It'll be nice to just, like, put faces to to names.
1: It's yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. Yeah, you you can talk to people over the phone and over, over over like voicemail or whatever, or video chat, or whatever it's called, Zoom. Um, and it's all right, but meeting people. This is, I mean,
0: this is the internet, Pat.
1: I know, this is the <laughs> industry internet. I have to put my dial up on in order to speak to you, you young whippersnappers. <laughs> <laughs> like, I didn't realize, like, when I first met Darcy, he's only three foot two, but you just can't tell on camera. It's
0: never know. I'm, a- I'm actually standing up.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, it's
0: pretty nice. See,
3: oh. see so, yeah. so that guitar behind me. Which one? Oh, it,
0: other that other side. Way. <laughs> it only yeah. looks smaller than me because it's further away. Yeah.
3: It's yeah. We, were, aren't we um, we're all in like the same hotel, right?
1: Yeah, we're, mate. We're all in the same room. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, tops and tails.
1: Yeah, I've I've, I've booked like four different restaurants for the uh, oh, listeners that there, there's a, a, a convention that printers go to in in Birmingham called Printman Promotion that's what we're talking about and we're all, we're all going to be going this year and meeting up and some of us despite having been friends for a long while are going to be meeting for the first time exciting
0: yeah I feel like it's I'm very emotional
1: I'm still really new
3: here I feel like Jack's the Jack's got all the contacts and I'm kind of like
1: he does know like, everyone doesn't he? In.
3: Yeah, mm, well,
1: annoyingly. Mm. a fair, fair, few people. Yeah. He's good yeah, he's all right. Jack, you're a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> just that's just payback for when he called me like like three times on the on his episode of this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> he did leave today
3: and said the last thing he said was Pav the cunt." <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh,
0: oh, I love oh, Jack. P-
1: He's alright. He's a good egg. He's a good he egg. Is.
0: Right. Should we kick this thing off then? The the actual podcast. Yeah, we haven't here. actually started. This is just us chatting. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, it's, it. It. it's gonna get it's gonna get included. It's uh, yeah, just the, the the formal bit out the way, and then we'll uh, we'll chat a bit more. Yeah. All nice. Right. Cool. Nice. Um. So yeah, could you intro yourself and your brand?
3: Yeah. So I'm Connor. And I run a brand called Twelve Twelve. Do you want a, a bit more about the brand as well?
1: <laughs> I mean, I mean in an ideal world.
3: <laughs> Thanks for listening. Uh we'll catch yeah, you next week. I- <laughs> See you in a bit. Um the the brand, yeah. It's it's tough. It's been like a, a bit of a long one. It's been a concept for about four or five years now it started in like 2018 and it was all it's all I like there's a few different ways I'd describe it but I think cannabis inspired clothing is what it is now but it's all just kind of aiming to challenge the stereotype that surrounds cannabis basically so all the designs and everything that I do is pretty much based around you know cannabis (laughs) but it's um it's like some of the designs are really bold and you would be able to look at it and say okay yeah that's that's blatantly like bud or whatever it is but some of it's a lot more accessible for people so you you can still kind of like support the message but it kind of goes under the radar a bit
1: well, I didn't even realize when I first started following you um what it what, that's what it was <laughs> that's I think at the time the stuff you had was very much more under the radar, perhaps yeah. and I was like, "Oh, and there's only one of it and I was like oh, oh that's 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 what it is yeah some, <laughs> some of
3: it is really subtle, but that um it, it's 'cause it's a tough topic to talk about, you know a lot of yeah. people might agree with what you're saying, but at the same time they don't wanna wear. A shirt with like something that's very blatantly cannabis on it you know because there's Mm. there's a stereotype associated with that so yeah yeah like the way that i like to put it to people that i meet first time is if you think about people like breweries or you'd see someone walking down the street with like a foster's t-shirt on you wouldn't (laughs) think (laughs) twice about it would you
1: yeah no they
3: they just walk on by and they're like you, you don't bat an eyelid but if you saw someone with something that had like a weed leaf on or anything else like there's an instant stereotype you look at those people and you're like oh he's a stoner or they're lazy or whatever it is and the whole point about the brand was to try and like put those designs into the public space to try and normalize that in society where we are specifically the uk obviously because that's where we are but it's just yeah trying to challenge that and help put it out there
0: have you have you had any kind of like um i guess like backlash i don't know if it's the right word i mean we've, we've had like quite an eclectic group of brands on um, and in season 1 we had a, a brandon called wetwide who've done stuff around like serial killers and cults and stuff like that and they've had like a lot of backlash yeah um they've had a, a hell of a lot of positive kind of feedback as well because it's kind of like it's opening not discussion for topics isn't it yeah. but have you had anything like that or has it just been quite well received
3: i i feel like i've been pretty lucky like i feel like i've not really put myself in any, any positions where people can get at me if that makes sense other like if it's online then people like no one's really said anything it's pretty much supportive but i've never really had an instance of someone like coming up to the stand and being like this is disgusting i can't believe you do this or you know people have some pretty strong opinions yeah that that's oh,
0: that's more what i'm hinting at sort of thing because kind of the the online kind of world people are so much more I, th- I guess they're they're more free to kind of speak their mind, I guess, but with, without repercussion sort of thing. It's kind of. Well, this is the, this the thing,
3: isn't it? Like people don't seem to understand that we can have a dialogue with each other mm-hmm. that differs in opinion. Like I don't it doesn't matter if you think it's the worst thing in the world and you want to see it remain illegal or whatever it is that you think about it. We can have a conversation with it. Or about it and at the end of it we can still be the same people we were before like we can be friends or we can't like it's there's nothing wrong with that so right. even if i do kind of meet people that do have some very strong opinions it's like we can still exist in the same world you don't have to like completely throw me
1: to the side and be like oh, i never want to talk to him again like it's an interesting way of doing things because like having a t-shirt that's just really cool that someone might wear and then you'll bring up the conversation about it, but also it's like this is actually what people that like this sort of thing would wear. It's not just like you don't not, not everyone's rolling around looking like Snoop Dogg with a hemp leaf <laughs> a gold hemp leaf hanging around their neck, and you know you know all of that it's it's just it's, clothing.
3: yeah, it's surprising the amount of people that don't get it. I didn't I get it didn't, at all,
1: yeah, I, <laughs> <laughs> like I didn't get not twig
3: at all, but that's kind of great, like that's. Yeah you know it's nice at the same time it's nice that people don't realize but some people will come up and buy stuff and I'm kind of like do you do you know what's going on here <laughs> you know, just, just like the designs or is it you know because it's got all the tags have pictures of bud and plants and stuff all over it, and everything comes with a tag that says what it is and what we're about
1: but you- they you are assuming that people look and read it, look at stuff and read it though. Yeah, mean, that is That's yeah.
0: When, when they get home and they're like, "Oh, for fuck's sake!" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like if you, if you
3: didn't clock that when you bought it, then
0: yeah.
3: So, <laughs> but I don't want to kind of like discourage people from buying it either because no, of course not. You know, <laughs> I feel like I'm already yeah. It's like a challenge, I, and I don't want to be like, "Oh, do you just you want to think about that before you buy it?"
0: Yeah
1: world's worst salesman
3: (laughs) yeah exactly but the amount of people that have bought stuff or like we've put stuff in the shop that we have in temby or jack's parents Mm. and they've got cameras in the shop and sometimes you can see people buy stuff and there's like kids like a lot of kids really like the designs and i've seen them buy it (laughs) and they're standing there with their mum I'm just thinking, are they going to get that home? And they're going to look at the, the labels and the tags and read it and be like, Oh my God, send it back. This is, you can't have this. This is crazy.
1: I, I, I had a, a similar ish sort of thing when I was a kid. My uh, great aunt, my what's, what's it called? Your nan's sister. Great aunt, is it? I'm not a clue. Whatever yeah. it is. Yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah. What, great. Yeah. whatever she, whatever she was, she was mad as a frog in a sock. And, um, Every year she'd buy me a funky advent calendar and she bought me this advent calendar one year and she thought it was an exotic advent calendar. It was actually <laughs> yeah. an erotic advent calendar <laughs> and all of the chocolates were like dicks. either yeah. like dicks or titties <laughs> or flaps, you know. And, 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 and mum and dad didn't realise at first because it's like, it just looked like Tarzan and Jane on the front. Looked like a, just like a... And I was like, this "Fucks this. Well, not obviously, didn't swear like that, because I was like 10 or whatever it was. What's this? And I, mum looked at it and she went, ah.
3: Get down there now, Luciano's eating dicks.
1: Oh, and that just started off oh. my lifetime of dick eating.
3: Well, I say I say that. <laughs> that is your first name, isn't it, pal? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Lu- Luciano. Oh shit! I absolutely. I, but,
0: I thought you meant Dick right there for a second. Yeah, <laughs> Dick. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, that this... is my first name. Unfortunately, well, uh...
4: unfortunately.
1: Uh... Where were we? So I interrupted you with my erotic story. No, we were going on about how people don't realise what they're they're looking at or they're buying. No, they don't. They, they don't care. Well, it's the same as the equivalent conversation we had. Um, on well, another episode, where like you get people wearing T-shirts for bands and just thinking that the like the famous, the famous um, album cover is just a cool design they've seen everywhere, not that it's like an actual an actual album cover for a really famous band mm. they have just never heard. of. it's the same. It's a similar sort of lines to that, isn't it? Really?
3: Yeah, it is. And I, I I get it. I mean, it's nice that people are interested enough to even like walk up and look at it and buy it, but it doesn't that's what i mean like it's there's a few things that i say the brand is but it's kind of just it's all based around cannabis but it doesn't have to it, it can be loosely associated with or mm. you know, we've got one design that's uh a dragon and it's being ridden by a frog and he's got a pipe and that's pretty much i do like was. that one yeah and you you know that's it's not very obvious like, I call mm. that one better with friends because, you know, they're like riding through the sky having a great time blasting on their pipe and mm. it makes sense to me, but a lot of people are just like, oh, that's really cool
1: I like that, I want it It's yeah. no different, really, to like musicians hiding things in lyrics, is it?
2: No
1: Like, mm. what's, I mean, what's that, that, that's what's that's
2: that
3: one the, the Beatles thing... did? Playing it backwards No, the, the thing with the the, the the
1: drug song that they had The LSD uh... one Oh, Lucy what, in the Sky yeah, with Marie. Diamonds. Oh
3: you know what, yeah, I'm I'm not a huge Beatles fan.
1: I'll <laughs> I, I will let you off.
3: I feel like it was. It's just one of those things that you like. I f- sometimes I feel like I just have to like it. I mean, they got a few good tracks. It's great, but I appreciate what they did for music. But I I wouldn't I listen pre- to it on my day off.
1: I prefer Wings, if I'm honest.
3: <laughs> you know, I'm not even. I don't even the Know if I know Wings either. Who
1: said <laughs>
0: Was that ringing a bell?
3: I mean, I'm sure I that's a great one. I hate that, but... song.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that song. The sh- great song. That stupid advert for the what is it? The postcode lottery. Yeah. Is that the you song they use? That? Yeah. It's really irritating. I hate that song.
1: That's the cover though, isn't it? That's the Billy Paul cover, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's still fucking annoying.
0: It's a good song.
3: <laughs> no, not from that. I couldn't confirm that. I, I don't if I don't
1: know. I don't watch much TV, so I'm not seeing the adverts. I've heard the, I have heard I think I've heard the advert on the radio. Is it a radio advert mm. as well?
0: Yeah, probably.
1: Yeah, I don't watch a great deal of TV, but I know it.
0: Maybe I have, maybe I have seen it. Hmm. Hmm. I'll just smack myself in the face with my vape. <laughs> I
1: don't Which know that one. Mi- I, don't, <laughs> I don't know that song. If you hum it, I'll, I'll join in. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
1: he goes, so, mm, Ow! Talking about um, your brand, and obviously you say it's cannabis-based, is that where the name comes from? You're going to have to enlighten me. Does 1212 mean something specifically? Yeah, yeah. So
3: when I started the whole – it started as like a a concept. I just wanted to find something that I enjoyed doing. Like, I've always kind of been, I don't know, arty. Like, Mm. I do a lot of the designs – or a lot of most of the graphic stuff myself. There's a few things that haven't I haven't done, but I kind of just, I wanted something, like a project that I could put my time into, and I was, like, really into it. I'd done a, a fair bit of, like, activism back in the day, and I was, like, racking my brains as what, what to call it, and then... It's like so cannabis is a photoperiodic plant. So it basically means Science lesson. I'm listening. (laughs) When I might I might butcher it. I hopefully hopefully I get it all right. Um so when the growing season comes to an end and the days get shorter, cannabis relies on that darkening period to go, oh shit, it's the end of the season coming, we better flower now. And produce all the seeds for the next generation, and it, it like varies from strain, to strain or cultivar to cultivar. And there's different types of plants that do different things. But for indoor cultivation, twelve twelve is like the light cycle: twelve hours of light, twelve hours of darkness. And I see. And it's, like bro. the optimal condition for flowering, so the plants like time to start producing flowers now so yeah i didn't know fuck all about cannabis really like i obviously lucky to make a, a brand whole, about it yeah i have a whole brand <laughs> about it But i'm like the least stonerish person to be this involved in something to do with cannabis like but it's not really stonery is
1: it no really
3: that's what i mean like i, I think would, that's why if, made,
1: if you were a stoner you'd end up making like stonery clothing that makes yeah. sense yeah yeah well i would always say to people that i'm i'm i'm
3: the one that breaks the norm like i don't really feel like i fit into that that stereotype mm-hmm. so yeah
1: well, i'm glad you know that. I, I i thought it was like just something a play on like um you know the album by rodrigo gabriello Eleven Eleven. well that yeah album? that's that's like a big thing though, isn't it? When people uh, look at the clock and it's 11.11, 11, it's like a sign. Yeah, I thought it was, oh, it was like, I thought it was a play on that, but actually the, the science behind it is actually way more interesting. Is that like written anywhere on your website or anything? Yeah, yeah. Got like I got. did not look hard enough.
3: <laughs> there's, there's like an about us section and it, it, it does explain it a little bit. Um, but I had something, I was going to go off on that one I say something, but. I can't remember now. Paris Hilton, I think, came out with a brand a new company mm. last year called Eleven Eleven or something like that. Or it might even be twelve something. Oh, I thought Tell us you can't. Well, I was like this is pretty damn close to uh, or I might be onto something here with twelve twelve because
1: mm. you know. Maybe like twelve twelve's like one better or two better than eleven eleven, isn't it?
3: <laughs> oh yeah that's... sorry i was just uh going back on my old train of thought and now i've forgotten again
0: <laughs> <laughs> i mean you, you could always i to 22 I'm, 22
3: i am not right mm. no i yeah i didn't know anything about cannabis like i as a kid growing up i knew nothing about it so like i might say now like it's like flowers like cannabis is a plant that flowers but some people might not even understand that they just see it as a it's a green thing in, in a bag, you
1: know, mm. so Yeah,
3: yeah. like it when it grows, it's a it's an incredibly beautiful plant. I was
1: just about to say that it's really, really pretty flower, isn't
3: it? Really yeah. pretty. And it's mostly just, you know, leaf and stem. And then all of a sudden, when it, it gets to those periods of like light and dark, it starts to flower and then you start to see the buds coming out of it. And that's like the most magical time. <laughs> Fair oh. oh, that's really sweet. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I got there in the end. I was like, I, I knew I was going to. So I just, out. I interrupted you too much. This is what I do. <laughs> uh, it's, a bit, it's a bit of the nerves kicking in.
0: So how how long have? But well, two part question. How long have you been running the brand then, and where do you kind of see it going over the course of like the next year then?
3: Well, it's it started in eight in twenty eighteen. And it literally was just patches and pins for the longest, for the longest time I was battling with, it's, it's about cannabis and I'll say it now, like it's something different, but it's, it's the same plant. It's like cannabis and hemp. Mm. A lot of of the time people like split them into the two groups, but cannabis is cannabis. Mm. And I was focused on, you know like there's a message in the brand as well as you know being visually stimulating to people it was also about getting that message across of being you know like even now in the climate crisis we can grow hemp to like take carbon out of the atmosphere and stuff and hemp's like Mm. one of the best plants to do that so it was about trying to get those messages across and i was like hemp should be used for the textile like i will i want to try and find hemp clothing and i'm not going to do anything until it's hemp like, mm. i just want hemp and i spent the longest time you know talking to people in china having a fucking shit time with it getting samples sent over and trying to find everything and it just did not take off at all um i don't want to say <laughs> that I'm a perfectionist I was I'm just not, about to say it for you <laughs> I'm not I I, I I think a lot of the people that know me will just prefer the term picky like I'm really picky so it took me a long time to get to the stage where I'm now like printing all the stuff because I have complete control over it mm. and I was listening to another episode that you did I can't remember Andy who, from Fields by any chance I, I just don't about know I think it might be um, heads above the waves, actually, because it's not it's not really related to the like the ethics behind the hemp and the textiles. But it was Hartmore merchandise. They, oh yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
3: They were the people that did all my first like run of patches and stuff. Like oh, I went because right. it was like a friend of a friend that knew them, and they were like my first people that I ever got in touch with. I was like I want this and even when I got the patches back in like 2018 I was like oh I feel like they're they're not what I wanted they're not how I expected it I found like it really difficult to take a design from the computer and get it into the physical world and like I had a really tough time managing my expectations about like what I was going to get so yeah it, it took another two three years to the point where I'm now working as a printer with Jack here and I had the complete control over it. And I was like, now I can test, I can, you know, now that we've got the DTG as well, we can just like whack out sample and be like, do I like this in this color on that? Yes. Does it look good? You know, there's a whole lot of stuff that I can do to, and I'm still not quite happy with it, but it's,
1: you know, so was that a conscious decision then getting the job with Jack so you so you could have that or was that just stars not aligning all. and yeah
3: no no not at all i i don't know if you know much about well obviously we're in pembrokeshire mm. which is like the farthest reaches of west wales so i came over here because a friend that i was working with at the time was like i've got a farm over here do you want to come out of the city and stay here for a bit whilst the pandemic's going on. And I said, yes, please. Thank you very much. And Thanks. I was trying to do a lot of freelance work at the time. And I was designing things for other people. And I also had this film festival that I was doing in London. And we got some stuff printed with Jack. And I just, I like to do things like locally like mm. it's, like if it's somewhere close to me I'd much rather go there I'd much rather be yeah. like part of the process with them support local businesses and yeah we just kept in touch and it got to a point where I was like I really need to understand the process if I'm going to help clients and people like further down the line so I'll just come in and do whatever you want like even if it's like a day because it was a pandemic as well not like in lockdown but hmm. it was during that time. And I was like, I've got nothing else to do. I'll just come down and we'll chill. We've got a really similar music taste and he had the dogs down here and it was just really nice. I was working later on. I I started a job in a cafe and he was like, do you want to come and wash screens for me? Like one day a week. I said, yes, that'd be great. It started as like one day, one day became two days, two days became full time and now he can't get rid of me. <laughs> <laughs> now no, you're taking so, yeah, over the place. A, in, in answer to your question, yeah, it was all really organic, I guess. Is that right? It just happened. I I never knew that I would stay in Pembrokeshire.
1: It's so far away from everything. So, so always... do you think you'd be as far along as you are now if you hadn't have Oh no met Jack.
3: Brand wouldn't be a thing, definitely not. It's always been like a pipe dream, but mm. now that I have like complete control over it, when I say that, you know, now that I have the ability to, you know, see what I'm like, if I put a run on the press and I do one shirt and I'm like, oh, actually, you know what? Even though I spent hours getting this ready and setting it up, I don't quite like it. I can stop there and then.
1: Yeah, a better waste of time and and than all that stock like the the, yeah. the time is annoying but yeah wasting the stock would be a pain wouldn't it yeah it's yeah. tough trying to get that right with other people because if they're not on your
3: your wavelength i mean mm. <laughs> jack's gonna <laughs> jack did my first run of t-shirts for me and i feel like now that i deal with all the clients as well here i must have just sounded like an asshole because <laughs> he he got me this t shirts over and i was like yeah it's probably like two centimetres whatever too high on the chest and I don't like how close to my chin it is when I look down mm. so, I mean and I was like I th- I'm pretty sure I told him if he doesn't know now he knows but I was, <laughs> I was like I wasn't happy with it and that just that sums up every experience that I've had with everyone but yeah now I'm in a different position so are you are you happy with the
1: things you're producing now then I suppose
3: oh yeah for sure I love it it's it's an amazing, well, it's an amazing place to be. The stuff that we do, like all of us is mm. it's just like a nice it's like rolling a joint. <laughs> the process
1: <laughs> is so rewarding. Yeah, well I have had this conversation with a few people like screen printing in particular. There isn't there isn't a stage of it that I don't think is isn't satisfying. Like doing your artwork satisfying, printing the transparencies is satisfying, Coating a screen well is satisfying exposing it and then washing it out is satisfying that yeah. first print like i'll never ever get bored of the first print you
3: know, you know what on a fresh i fresh screen
0: so long as it's registered
1: yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> one of my favorite parts about the whole process is getting it on the light box lining it up with the registration marks
1: like everything's on point it's all straight and i'm like yeah that's that looks great that's See, we we were talking about this before you come on. You you've basically done a, a very strange route to getting into like printing as well, sidetracking to side-track into printing because 'Cause you've gone straight into an auto with all the toys, haven't you? Yeah. Cause he's got he's yeah. got try-lock as well, hasn't he? Yeah. Yeah.
3: Mm. Get. <laughs> yeah. <Dranny get. laughs> I could not honestly, I could not imagine manual printing now. I just after being on the auto, learning on the auto, like I'd never had any experience doing it before.
0: Mm. It's a diamondback, isn't
3: it? Yeah, the M&R yeah. diamondback. Yeah. She's an old girl, mm. but she's still got a lovely
0: press. It's a really yeah. nice
3: press. It is great. I love it. I Yeah, I could not. We've done a few things where, like zip hoods, we can't really do on it. So mm. we've tried pulling like manual over it, and Jack can do it fine, but... Mm.
0: My you know, you know what I did because I run a diamond back at the other shop is um so if it was it gets a bit more complicated if you're not doing kind of white on black, I guess. But if you've got your two white screens or you're doing a, a PFP, what we did is we cut the squeegee and got rid of the flood bar and you basically just scrape the ink back every time it comes around. If you're doing a PFP, you just run around because if you're using plastic sort it sticking to the back of the squeegee. Mm. Yeah, but then you've you've still got a good deposit of ink.
3: You've got that massive bar in the middle that just gets in the way of everything over every head, right? No, you're saying take the flood bar off. Yeah, yeah, take the
0: flood bar off completely.
3: No, but you've still got the, you know, like it's the arm and then you've got to get your squeegee in one hand and then on the other, and then there's that big metal bar in front of
1: you. Oh, you're talking about physically getting in there and scraping it yourself? Yeah. I well can't. I mean that's something for you to work out, isn't
0: right? yeah. <laughs> it? You, 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 you've, ju- you've just got to move quickly. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I couldn't it's imagine
1: it's... you guys must have some crazy upper body strength. I mean, I don't I don't I don't mean to brag, but these are these are some pretty <laughs> hefty guns.
0: I'll i left a few cards in
1: Does <laughs> anyone yeah. does anyone know where the nearest vets is? Because these swans are sick. <laughs> 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 That's it's all te- it's all technique. It's not strength. It's all technique. It's all you got to engage all the angle of the squeeze. You got to you got to finagle the angle of the dangle. That's all you got to do. That's all you <laughs> got to do. That needs to go on a shirt, a shop shirt. <laughs> <laughs> you got to finagle the angle of the dangle.
0: Do it, Pav. Do it.
1: I still, I still haven't finished like last year's shop shirts. I'm still behind with those. Can't can't we do another one? I've got, got one of your shop shirts kicking around here. You have. That yeah. was a, that was a tough print. That one I, yeah. I, was that I, the,
0: the Lego pad. Yeah, print. I did the <laughs> um,
1: I I did them way too, I, I did that image way too big for the screens really, and it was a bit was a bit of a fight getting that white through. Um, that is the only thing
3: that is the bit of a downside with the auto is that try, trying mm-hmm. to get the the biggest oh like oversized prints is difficult. Yeah. So so even, on the
0: on on the diamond back then, because I'm running the same press what's your maximum print size that you go to an inch length we
3: figured it out again recently, but you could probably push it because if you're using plastisol, the flood bar comes up to a point and then you've got maybe like two inches before yeah. blade so if you've got ink on the back of the squeegee you could yeah. probably get away with i want to say we we're somewhere in the area of like 14 by 16 inches but i could be pulling that out of nowhere because we did measure it recently and i cannot fucking remember the only thing that i've got in my head is that i know the dtg platinum is 14 by 16 <laughs> what, what size of screens are you using not a clue they
1: gotta be the 31s haven't they
3: they gotta It's Jack, I feel like we're a bit backwards here as well, because we use American mesh counts as well. Okay. So I think when you're talking about stuff like 55, is it 55T? Mm Is that like we're all like 110s and 230s? So I'm a bit... I still feel like I'm a printer in name, but I don't know too much if that makes uh, sense. I think
0: uh, th- we were talking about this before you came on and it's kind of, I went from obviously manual to jumping on an auto. And when I got on the auto, I, my kind of mindset was like, oh, this is going to be fucking easy. Yeah. And it's like, it's that there, there are some similarities, but it is a whole other host of kind of problems and shit to figure out as well. It's kind of you know everything from your your fucking flood speed, flood speed to your stroke speed and stuff like that, and how many revolutions you have to do, and how long you have to fucking flash it for. That it's like, yeah, I don't know the dwell time after you've come off the flash, especially with plaster soul. Like, I mean, I don't know what inks we've, you're using, but the stuff we use is quite it's quite tacky after it comes off the flash, so it's best yeah. to leave a fucking screen in between and stuff like that. Yeah, like it's it's a whole different host of problems to figure out like whereas i think manual printing simplifies a lot of things um you can adjust on the go
1: can't you like you can yeah
0: exactly but it's you know with 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 an auto it's kind of like i mean put it this way i think the the main problem we have at the other shop is my boss wants us to kind of run like if say if we have a five or six color job he wants us to print it all wet and wet to save the two or three fucking revolutions, yeah. whatever. Brave. But not not every job is possible to do that way. If you've got big block, blotches of ink and that you're going over that three four five times away but that's going to fucking smudge and it's going to blur you might be all right for two or three prints or something but after that the ink's going to start bleeding outwards
4: yeah so as then as you
0: it... the revolutions and then someone else bleeds and it's like okay we've got to do it again then you end up with like four revolutions but on a manual it's kind of like the logical thing is just to prat flash after every time you fucking print surely yeah you've got time unless huh? you're doing something like cmyk
3: it's it's so like, I've not got the comparison working on a manual, but I know what happens on the auto. And if you, you've you got to be on the ball, like, mm-hmm. it has things happen so quickly, yeah, when it's rotating that if you're not tuned in, then mm-hmm. you can fuck things up really quickly, and it will happen on like eight garments
2: mm-hmm. <laughs>
3: instead of one, you know. Yeah, it's yes, yeah, it's, it's a totally different ball game, but. With with the auto as well, like I don't, I I've never done wet on wet. It just doesn't seem like it'll always stick to the other side of the colors, of the other colored screens. It just doesn't. Like I've, we've not cracked it. We use a lot of tape as well. Tape, yeah. unfortunately. You know, yeah. <laughs>
0: I know. Jack I mean, at the other place, we do a lot of like simulated process stuff. So it's all like half-tony sort of stuff. There's not a huge amount of ink being laid down. So that is fucking fine to print wet on wet because you haven't got masses of splodges of ink to stick. Yeah. You know, and even if a bit lifts up, like it's not the end of the world. It's kind of almost adding to the effect sort of thing. But it's you know, you think the majority of stuff that you print, it is more often than not, it's blocky, it's text, it's Mm. whatever, you know.
3: It's definitely worth the flash, and like being a hundred percent certain over questioning, because yeah. I don't know about you, but every time I fuck something up or something goes wrong, it's absolutely mortifying. You know,
4: mm-hmm.
3: your, your heart sinks into that, and you're like, "Oh my god, what have I done?" This, like, if this is wrong, I fucked up a garment. I need to order something else. How do I get this right? What's happened? You know, and that whole like going through that is bad enough. Yeah. But when you're on the auto as well, like switching, if you've got like four colours or five colours and it's going round and you forget to hit one colour on and it's like every, oh, every arm is numbered and you're like, when it gets to five, I switch three on and then when it gets to three, I switch two on and then I flash that and then there's a break and then it comes round again and you're like, this a bit of
1: a mind fuck. Yeah. That's why I don't, I don't, not, I haven't numbered my arms on my manual press. They're not numbers. Then they're named.
0: Barry, <laughs> they're, Alan, Dave. No, they're, no, they're named Susan. after the number,
1: the number number five. Angela, Pamela, Cassandra and Rita. That is <laughs> fucking <happy. laughs> Only you yeah. yeah. like. have. That's, that's what they're named up because like I can go, oh, I haven't hit Angela. Oh, I need to I need to give Rita another stroke. Like it's <laughs> it's easier to it's easier to remember than than having numbers on them. And and because I already know those names in order, it's cool. I'm living the dream. Yeah. I mean, whatever works for you, Pab. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm also a bit weird. Like, if I've got loads of like single color jobs, I don't like to use the same head over and over because in my head I'm like, I'm gonna wear this one out before all the others. So I won't use it. <laughs> I know it's ridiculous. I know it's ridiculous. So I've got certain ones that are set up for like jobs that I do that are like repeat ones. Like a lany- I've got one set up for lanyards. So it's like a, a specific distance. I've made my own special palette for doing lanyards and things. Um, but generally, if, if I can keep track of, it, as I've named them, which ones I've, which ones have had more of a go than than the than the others.
3: Yeah, no, we just have like one <laughs> head head one, one for white for the base. Yeah. <laughs> There's one station it gets hit all the time. Yeah, oh, poor head thing. head
0: what head one and six. <laughs> and that's it yeah pretty much but i was thinking about you know if you if you're
3: laying down colours as well on the auto every if you've got if you've got them all set up they all press down at the same time mm-hmm. so even if you're not hitting that color yeah, well, I suppose, like, yeah on something else the t-shirt on the other side is getting pushed up against the screen by the mm.
1: Are you not tempted to get that little dusty press that Jack's got out underneath your auto and give give manual a go? Maybe if we took it to a show,
3: yeah, or like something like a live
1: printing. That's kind of
3: yeah, way. but you you want to make sure you can do it before before you go. There.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this this is an experimental live printing show.
4: <laughs> I learned I learn pretty quickly.
3: Yeah, I'm, I'm sure, sure you would. I'm sure you would. Yeah, that's covered in ink. That got covered in ink and dust and don't know about you but the tack situation is
0: mm. I don't um, use sp- You use spray tack on the order don't you? I try to avoid it
3: it's mm. really tough with like hoods and stuff mm. if, if you've just like re-taped all the plattens and you've got a run of hoods mm-hmm. then I'm not risking a hood going bad because it's got too much lint on it and it's not going to stick if it's something like white if it's any other color on a light garment it's so easy you don't really need to to tack it as much but a lot of the time we do a lot of white but i'm i'm falling out of love with white Mm -hmm. it's starting to really do my head in um a lot of it's down to garment
1: choice i guess but so you're not falling out of love with white, then you're falling out of love with your choice of garments or the garments no, that people like, are asking to print on,
3: they ask us to print on a lot, but we've kind of narrowed it down to Continental, color and Stanley. Good man, yeah, good man, because it's just not worth it. Like we don't want. There's
0: nothing worse than when you see an order come through and it's Gildan hammers or something like that. Yeah. Those fucking horrible hoodies that it's are so more tough. plastic than fucking cotton.
4: Yeah,
3: and I've got into a habit <clears throat> at the moment as well because we do have a few. People that have, you know, been with us a long time and they want JHO1s and I've done a run of white on the JHO1s and I'll find myself looking at it and being, I can't give that to people like that, even if it is good enough. I'll find myself putting it under a heat press and giving it a light press with some... At that point, they may as well pay for the more expensive garment Yeah, Mm. but I just, like, I can't put my... I can't get to the point where I'm like, that's good enough to give to people. I, I would just... And then, like, it, it's, it makes me question my ability to print then. I'm like, what the fuck am I doing wrong? Like, mm. am I yeah, the one that's it's, it's doing this the, it all the time?
0: Yeah. I mean, so... the other shop, they primarily print on... I mean, probably 98% of the stuff they do is all Gildan. It's tough. And it's fucking infuriating, because they have great inks now, like like you know they're using rutland for the the, the, the white and the for the white and the base and then ICC for the mixing system which are both two very fucking good inks Mm. and yet you're going to put it on a fucking gildan and expect a perfect finish and it's like that's just not how it works Mm. like it's a crap print surface you're going to get a not necessarily a crap print but it's not going to be anywhere near as yeah. good as it can be c- compared to if you're printing on a fucking Stanley Stella or, a, or an Ascaller or a fucking yeah. Continental. But it's I,
3: just a dream when you get mm. Continental and Stanley stuff and yeah. Ascaller. But, but yeah. And the smell of it as well. I fucking hate putting mm. gildens through the dryer. Mm. I just, I, I feel like I'm getting cancer.
1: That's all the sweat from the slave labour they're made from. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, probably. That's what it is. It's not nice. It's not good. It's not. So talking about garments and that, then with your with your brand, you said because you said earlier about like getting hemp t shirts and that. Have you managed to do that, or have you just gone along the um the Stanley Stella route with the eco stuff? Or
3: I tried. I've not tried any hemp garments since I've been at Old Elton's, Mm. but. 90% Ninety percent of, because hemp is quite like a coarse
1: fabric or textile. It's, it's gonna be fibrillation city, isn't it?
3: Well, I, I, I know other other brands that have, like, printed on hemp before, and they they do a lot of discharge. But again, right, okay. but it's it's mostly if you get a hemp T-shirt, it's gonna be fifty-fifty, like fifty-five percent mm. hemp. 45% organic cotton or something like that. So I think hemp as a material is great and I'd love to incorporate it more into my garments. Mm-hmm. But it's just not it's just not there yet for where I would like it. And it's it's definitely suited to more different kinds of like uses. Like mm-hmm. Patagonia have like a work wear range, which is very similar to the Carhartt stuff, you know, like um like work jackets and stuff like because that's where it really shines you know like it's a durable fabric you know
1: yeah i mean there's no point there's no point using something just because it's a certain fabric for the sake of it is there like if you're if you're going to be the 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 message is important more important than the thing you're printing on in in this respect isn't it
3: yeah well that's that's the kind of that's what it got to i was like What's more important, I either start doing this and getting the message out there, or I wait and I never do anything. Mm. But I definitely think there is a lot of good hemp garments out there. There's a brand called Fens that do a lot of hemp stuff, but I've, I've not really found anything that I, I like as much yet. Stanley Stella just knock it out of the park. Like,
0: I'm just not a fan of the fit of Stanley's. And mm-hmm. I've said it on air fucking so many bloody times They're they're lovely to print and the quality is fucking amazing for the price point, but I just can't wear them like that. I just find them really like tight under the arms and they're a bit, they're just because a bit you got a bit got pecs like Zeus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: I, I, I definitely would agree with that. They're like, I'd stay away from the creators cause it's mm. got that classic cut fit. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really think they have a relaxed fit in that weight of like I think it's around the one ninety GSM. The Fuser is what I primarily use for every kind of like blank, and that's more of a relaxed fit. But yeah, I generally is don't. that
0: the one with the drop shoulder?
3: Not, it's not so much. But uh. I think that's the Blaster is the real big one. Oh yeah, 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 that's the, one. Over. that's the one. Yeah, but. I I just size up like I would, yeah, weigh size up now. And it's tough to kind of get that through to people. They're like, oh, it doesn't fit me, and a large fits me on everything. I'm like, well, you're just gonna have to, like, you just go up one size, but people can't mm. seem
0: to wrap their heads around it. Yeah, they well, doing a pair uh, of shoes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, my, my favorites are these that they, um, was it the EP19s? the oversized ones from a continental and that i wear like my regular size and it fits like a proper like oversized shirt but it's not mental like you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. i like like a baggy fit but it's like some like when you buy an oversized shirt and you buy your regular size it's fucking ridiculous they're like
1: huge
0: yeah but i think the build your brand ones i love the feel of those tees but they're so big like it's insane it's like wearing a fucking sleeping bag
3: yeah i think continental EPO ones and ep18s have a really similar fit to the stanleys um as color feel amazing but i feel like i'm wearing like a, a dress a
0: dress <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i knew thank you were you. gonna say that i'm gonna put thank money on you saying it <laughs> thank you <laughs> It's not just me, Pav. It's not just me. Imagine
1: how much money they'd save if they didn't make them four inches longer than they needed to be.
0: Yeah. I I'd, don't, I'd, I'd, don't fucking, I'd fucking go with Stanley Stella for everything. Like are they yeah. made for people eight foot tall? Yeah, they're, well,
3: they're from New Zealand, aren't they? Are they just built mm-hmm. differently over there?
1: Yeah, man. The... They're all they're all like they've got Giant. really long torsos and tiny legs. They're like fucking human penguins. I'll well, tell you i tell you what my biggest pet peeve is. Um the
3: JHO1s. I don't know what's wrong with them, but you go from a small hood to a two XL hood, and the hood is exactly the same size as it is the extra small and the two (laughs) XL. Yeah, Yeah, I know. I I, I had a feeling you were going to mention that as well. That's the worst one for me. That really gets gets to me. Mm. I just don't understand it because the hood's the most important part of a hoodie. Yeah, Mm.
0: yeah. I think my my go to with hoods is. It's got to be like the Stanley Stella, um, uh, cruises. Yeah, they're so fucking nice, though. They are. Great. I mean, they they are expensive, but as I mean, as you said, a massive component in a hoodie for me is the hood. It's mm. kind of like I like wearing it over a cap or over a beanie or whatever. It's like you know, and then going to banks and rubbing it. But it's, um, yeah, it's so it's so strange <laughs> because I feel like every company.
3: Like there's one thing about them that just mm. throws you off, but if they yep. all do the same, like for as color, it's the length of the the t-shirts. All we do is the fucking hoods, the the Stanley, the the cut. If like they all could combine to make something that's just great,
1: but combine then... to
0: make a super T.
1: Yeah, but it, like but... um like Power Rangers, but for t-shirts, where yeah. they all come together at the end, and then they defeat <laughs> the giant. Lizard, but in this case, the lizard it's that- is, is yeah. printers that are picky about how their t-shirt feels. <laughs> it's, that <Rick> and-
3: <laughs> it's that Rick and Morty episode where they find the different parts of like the big robot. It's the, yeah. same- the same story. <laughs> but yeah, That's exactly what it is. I I do Stanley do have a lot of stuff though that I I do love, and I've started yeah. to use Continental more the price is better on continental but it's kind of like it it's there's not much in it unless you start using stuff from stanley where like if you get a continental ep19 it's what i've got on now like the wash black one fucking that's what
0: i've got on now
1: (laughs) (laughs) i like this i like the cor19 that's my favorite that's what that's That's
0: why i did my last shop shirts on
1: that is my favorite we'll
0: vouch for them uh, yeah, they're really shirts.
1: Well, I, I've only worn that shop shirt he gave me once because I got back and um the woman instantly added it to her collection of t-shirts. so I wore it once. She was, oh, "That's nice." She felt it. I like, "Yeah, it's really nice." She was like, oh, "Yeah," and I haven't seen it since. I saw a
0: hot Hot That's
1: all right, mate. Don't worry about it. It's I've serious. got, I've got, I've got a blue one here with my shit on it. I could wear it, but. <laughs> and she would nick that one as well.
3: <laughs> as, as soon as you start getting into like similar cuts with Stanley Stella, that's where the price, like, if yeah, you go the equivalent of an EP nineteen in Stanley Stella, the price mm-hmm. jump is big. It goes up like, by like
0: over two quid.
3: Yeah, it's like the Sparker for me is probably my favourite, but yeah. again, it's it's more money, you know. Mm. Which, it's not really ever really I've never really looked at a t shirt and thought about the price,
1: if that makes sense. Like I I mean, d- I mean when you look at the amount of work and that, that goes into them, even the expensive ones are still really fucking cheap.
3: Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It is all cheap. And I, I, a lot of people would avoid talking about it. And I think there's a lot of you know, and I totally understand it with people that have brands and stuff are very protective about it and you know like they'll guard the garments that they use but f- for me like the value that comes in the brand is it's you no one's ever going to do you like you mm-hmm. can buy the same t-shirts use the same stuff people are going to buy whatever you do mm-hmm. because they like what you represent like they relate yeah. to you that's why they like your brand that's
0: mm-hmm. Well, you've got to be comfortable wearing what you're producing, aren't you? It's like there's there's no point, like, printing on fucking Gildans if you're going to print a one-off for yourself on a fucking EP19. Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah. It's, but at it's, the same it's, time, it's plenty, plenty of backwards.
1: brands have started off on the Gildans and then and then worked up to something else.
0: No, of course there is. And the so... is, is I, I, I I do think, like, Gildans, 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 have <laughs> their place. Like, they really do. Like, especially, like, in the music industry. The music industry and stuff like that like you know i i apart from one band that we fucking print for i don't know a band that doesn't print on gilded yeah and that's because they're fucking cheap and cheerful and it's like and they're like that rougher kind of heavy thicker feel and like I mean, you can't really begrudge them that. Like, personally, I've never used them for, for Downcast or any brand or venture I ever do because I just don't like the quality of them. Like, the amount of times I've had them turn up and they've got fucking sleeves missing or there's a fucking great big hole under the armpit. Yeah, why is the hole always the back, just there? Like, it's,
1: all...
0: it's just... It's fucking so... Always
3: just under the armpit, isn't it? It's either that or the colour and the dye is slightly off.
0: Yeah. And you can, right. if you have two black T-shirts, you can notice one's like almost like slightly navy, and the other's black. They do a lot of that
3: re dyeing,
1: don't they? Yeah, yeah. Yes, They're, that's why now and again you'll get it... a black T-shirt with a little white fleck in it, where it's got a little bit of um, a little bit of synthetic that hasn't taken the dye in the thread, yeah, yeah. and you'll get it look, it'd it'd look like, like he's got dust on it
0: to, um, to I discharge.
3: Mean, I know. <laughs> I, I feel like it might come across as a bit elitist, you know, like when we talk about garment selection and stuff like that. But like what you just said, garment uh, Gildan definitely has its place. And I've definitely bought my fair share of Gildans because, like, I'd done a lot of, like, music and I just, I pretty much went through a phase of just band T-shirts. It was just only bands, 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 and everything is Gildan. Like it has its place for sure, and I get that, but I just I won't print it. I don't want to be,
1: yeah. I just yeah. don't. I mean, it's an easy decision when you're when you're at that when you're at this sort of scale, though. Is... I'm not saying you wouldn't make that decision if you were printing twenty thousand t-shirts to so... sell, mm. but it's a
3: yeah. I understand it, but that's where I think we try and push a lot of people to Continental because mm. the price is much closer to your traditional cotton garment.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: You know, like, it's an easy... It's like people will save over an order, like, 20 quid. You yeah. know? Like, why don't you just, you know, pay the Go extra... for the better quid garment, quid. yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, some people just don't like them, do they? I, I don't know why, personally. Some but...
1: people love the heavy cottons. Like, mm. prof. love don't... them. I've got i I've got a friend of workwear for him
0: cotton. I don't mind them.
1: I don't I well, don't I like don't... the cut of them. They make me look even fatter than I actually am.
0: Oh, see I see. I quite like <clears> the <throat> cut of a heavy cotton.
1: Yeah,
3: I can't say that I don't.
0: Yeah,
3: I, f- I feel like I hate. What well, hates a strong word. I don't like the company. I like the fit more than the company. I'm trying to find a way. Yeah. to it's like no, I don't. No, I, I, I know what you're everyone. going on about. <laughs> Yeah. Like, I will wear... I've got T-shirts in my wardrobe that are all Gildans, and I will mm-hmm. wear them, and I'll be like, this is nice. I like it.
0: Yeah. And I'm but like, I'll never... I'm not buying one again. Yeah, <laughs>
3: <laughs> It's it's tough, though, because there's a few brand brands or people or bands, mainly bands that, like, I played in some bands, and I, I used to promote a lot of shows, and I got a lot of friends in bands, and I want to support them. You know? So... I find that I will buy their stuff even if it is on a gildan and I know it's on a gildan and I feel like I feel bad that I know their shit and what they do and how they treat their workers and like the impacts that they have on the environment but I will still buy it because I want to support friends
0: mm. yeah that's fair enough
1: so speak speaking about on that on that subject of like that your preferred garment for your brand. What does your setup look like, brand-wise? Do you, do you keep a lot of stock, or do you sort of make it because you got the DTG? Obviously, where you are, you can ping things out to order if you want to, um, or how not, how's, how's that working for you?
3: Not really. I will generally tend to just scroll for a bit, see the kind of stuff. There's no like workflow. I will mm. either have a list of designs that i want to do some will get done some won't
1: things can change all the time so once it's done you print a load of them and keep them in stock is that yeah is that how-
3: yeah pretty much once it's on the press uh it'll it'll go on and i'll keep stock mm. what i generally like i st- i'm i'm still very new to the to the game i guess i've only done three events up until now i think last year was really i did my first big event and that was kind of like the launch and i printed so much stuff for it <laughs> and it was just i didn't need to do that it was hmm. way over prepared i was here the night before we left um everything comes in a large letter if you buy a single t-shirt from 1212 it comes packed in like this large letter box that fits a t-shirt in perfectly. It's all wrapped. It's got like stickers and postcards and bits in there. And I had two or three boxes of just those, like every single t-shirt. If someone came up to the rail, they're like, I want this one. They'd bring it up. And I was like, yeah, no worries. Stick it back on the rail. Here's your pre-packed one. And that's, kind of how I would like everything to sit in the the studio. So I would ideally have a space where I can just stack up those things. And whenever I get an order, I it's really clever. That's really clever until you buy two t-shirts and then I'm fucked.
0: (laughs) (laughs)
1: Got <laughs> that was gonna be my next question was what happens if you when you get multiple orders yeah
3: if you buy a hoodie or anything then it's just a bit different but yeah i, I print loads of stuff and the stock kind of sits here and it will sit here until i sell it i guess but i really really struggle with online anything digit in the digital world is really difficult like it's it's brought me to like breaking point where I will have a design that I'm super excited about. I've just printed it all, loads of people like I put maybe like a few stories up and people are like, Oh, this is amazing, I love it, when can I get one? And then I'll print it, I'll get it all ready, and then I'll put it online, and there's absolutely nothing. <laughs> like I won't get a single thing through. And I'm like, I take it really i was gonna say personally but i don't it's got i don't think it has anything to do with me it's because every time i'm out in person you know people really seem to like it but i just can't hack the online sales yeah i think
0: it's tough man it's very really fucking tough and it's I, i get it in exactly exactly the same thing where it's like you know you release some in and it's kind of like if it doesn't go well and it's kind of like usually like if it doesn't go well straight off the bat you know it's not particularly going to go well at least from my experience anyway yeah like, you know if we don't get sales instantly because it's always going to be like our you know how algorithms work and shit like it's going to be shown to the people that are most interested in it or you know on our fucking mailing list or whatever the people that are actually interested in the brand or like really engaged with they're going to open that and they're going to see it they're going to be the first ones to buy it if they don't i know it's potentially a dud
3: yeah it's, it's is... so strange though because i feel like you could take something like that into the real world and mm-hmm. it'll sell like mm-hmm. But then there's all the stuff that goes into that that is difficult to deal with as well. Like the cost of getting to and setting up at like a market or a convention or a or festival, a fest- you've got to have the money to put into that. And that's yeah. difficult. But at the same time, yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily say that. I feel like sometimes I put a post out and I just expect, you know, some people mm-hmm. I, I can't grow to expect that I just put a single post out on Instagram and people are going to buy something because that's not how social so, media
1: works. You know, people. Yeah. Instagram isn't so, filled with dreams. Is it j- j- no, ju- just, no. just cause no. you put it out there doesn't mean you're going to sell it.
3: Yeah. But I don't want to, I don't want to make it sound as though that I'm, I'm putting something out there and expecting people to buy it. And I'm like, Oh, why is it not selling? Because in reality, I'm not really doing much. I'm just putting a post out or a story, mm. and if if nothing comes of it, nothing comes of it. But you know, I've had I've had a few online orders. It's nothing crazy. It it just about keeps the the Shopify bill paid, you know. Mm. But I'm more much more focused on trying to get Fine. out and in front of people because that's yeah. a lot of what the brand is about anyway. Like, there's no. I don't feel like there's a single event that I couldn't go to. I could go to the fucking Nan's knitting convention and talk to people because, like, that's who I'm not aimed at a single person, if that makes sense. I think Mm. with the, the topic of cannabis and the whole point about the brand is like challenging the stereotype. The stereotype doesn't exist in my head, it can go from people that are like kids like kids are using cannabis as medicine in america and other countries up until like 90 year old women using Mm. it as well like it's so broad like there's no single like demographic i guess that i'd say like you you're gonna buy this t-shirt or you're like the whole point about me doing it is to talk, talk to people about, you know, changing and challenging the stigma associated with it. So yeah, I could go to the knitting convention and talk to people about it because the whole point is I want to talk to people and start a conversation about cannabis.
0: When, um when is your next uh, knitting convention? If, I think if, if there was a theme. <laughs> um. I've not planned anything
3: for 2023 yet. I'm kind of, I've got all the stock left, left over from what I've printed and I've got a few bits left to do that are kind of just been blanks there. And I don't, I don't really know when the new fiscal year comes in. I'll, I'll probably start buying more stock for printing this year. And then, yeah, Jack's been looking at like, tattoo conventions and stuff and i'd like to go to maybe a festival or something i don't i don't know i like it, it's pretty bleak around pembrokeshire for local markets and stuff so there's not much to do around here so the only obstacle that i have is it takes me an hour to get to the m4 you know that's the Mark,
1: markets generally are pretty pretty bleak now um like like what we- call a normal market. I, I I worked market stalls as a teenager. I did it for like I did it from the age of fourteen up to when I was twenty two. And it oh, was well, like, that explains a lot. Yeah. Of... Does it? Now <laughs> I know where you get the bravado from. Well yeah that's well that's what it like. where we bought those extra like, where he, he bought them.
0: those extra fingers. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Screw them, mate. Um, but it it was a but, I I noticed when when I when I first started doing a market stall, uh, some some days I, I used to sell shoes from the market, and some days on a market we'd take between two and a half and three thousand pounds in a day. Um, that and that yeah oh yeah like and I I do four or five markets a week. I it wasn't wasn't my store. It was, a, it was a business I helped run for someone else. Do four or five markets a week, and you could like I would it was it was at the point where we were ordering stock to be delivered to the market like for the end of the day, because otherwise I'd be going to the next market the next day and I wouldn't have enough stock in the van. So I was literally getting stuff delivered while I was packing up at the end of the day. And um, over the period of like the seven odd years I did it, it just declined and declined and declined. And that was what killed that was Tesco's and things selling cheap shoes, Amazon selling everything cheap and getting it next day, like Mm. effectively having a, like a, a, an unlimited returns policy on things from those sorts of shops so the markets became really sort of run down because the, there were so few like what i call like staple things you could have a market like the the butcher always did really well and the guy who sold the cheap food did really well but that they they always did they basically kept the markets going but what, what that that sort of died off and nothing's really taken its place like you yeah. some of these places you get like the fancy french markets that have come up and people selling their actual things that they've manufactured really has taken too long it's yeah. it's, it's not that sort of niche sort of stuff it, it's, it's taken too long to catch up with it all Um even I mean, now like, you don't really see see much of it
0: i think the other side the other kind of side to the coin with that problem is that people are obviously expecting that like they come to like a like an independent seller or a fucking let's use a print shop in this instance. They come to a print shop and they expect Amazon service. Mm. It's like, I want, I want my shirts like in two days. It's like, that ain't fucking happening. <laughs> they won't even be to me in two days. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's like, we, we had one today and it was like, Oh, like, can you get me some shirts printed by the weekend? It's like, no, yeah. <laughs> what a fucking, it's not my fault that you've left it so late to decide that you need to order fucking shirts. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I don't even even know if there's any fucking DTG shops. I mean, at least around here, yeah. that'd be able to do that for you. Yeah, all right, be- it's January everywhere it's fucking quiet, but it's not really the fucking point. Like, I can't get the garments by then. It's weird. Some people,
3: we've had people threaten, like, so to speak, like, I'll just go online. Like, they'll come to the door and they'll be like, I want this. We'll have it, like, next week or this is when we need it. And I'm like, you know, we can't we can't do that. Oh, can you do us like a backdoor deal with the we'll give you cash, you know? It am like that doesn't change a thing. Like, oh, we'll just go online, you know, we'll find somewhere online. I'm like, you you go, you go pay the bat online. <laughs> yeah. You and you'll probably get something that you won't be happy with, you know. Yeah. Hopefully,
1: okay, so. if there is a god.
3: Yeah. It's just, I hope it all goes it's, wrong for them. It's unfortunate that people have to go through that before they get to the shops like us or you where you know they just have to get used to the expectation that things aren't
1: Amazon Hmm. I think that's going to take a long time for people to get out of that
3: but then again the people that you kind of want well I mean it's different when you're talking about the print shop and then the brand because the people that you want buying the brand like I couldn't care less about those people that want that stuff you know Mm. they're not not not. the, the sort of people that want the brand for the brand
1: or understand it like yeah but you're still going to get people like that buying the brand and, uh, and uh, the 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 ones that they like want it, they want something. it
0: next day they want yeah. it now like the, ima- the amount we've, of we've stories i've seen plenty of them mm-hmm. we've, we've had it where like so our trust pilot um uh review link thing gets sent out automatically and it's like three days after an order is posted right so it's like people it says at the bottom of the email this like this email is automated obviously people don't read that far down but we've had people properly kicking off at us being like you lot of fucking cunts all this like my order hasn't arrived how dare you ask me for a review all this blah 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 and if it's like what What? (laughs) chill the fuck out dave <laughs> oh, it's, oh, it's just, and then you've got to respond like all nicey nicey, and it's like, oh, hi Dave, like really sorry to hear your order hasn't arrived. Fuck
1: off! I wouldn't. I'd just cancel the order. I know you've already posted, it haven't you? Yeah. yeah, that's the point. It's
0: like it's it's once it leaves us, it's not in our fucking hands, is it? It's like sorry that Royal Mail is taking so long. Like, unfortunately, we don't control Royal Mail. I mean, not that I'd want to fucking control Royal Mail. It doesn't sound particularly interesting, but.
3: Yeah. I mean, you, 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 uh, you, you, <laughs> you, you Royal
2: yeah.
3: I, I don't think we, like, I've listened, DHL can go fuck
1: themselves, they're the worst. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wonder I how long DHL would take to come up. <laughs> this episode is sponsored by DHL being cunts. <laughs>
3: <laughs> they, honestly, like... I send all the I send all the brand stuff through Royal Mail, and that seems yeah, to be fine. But I, I know a lot of people that have real tough times with it. But I guess
0: yeah, I think it depends maybe, with where you are.
3: Yeah, well, we're in a less uh, like there's a smaller population of people in West Wales, so maybe it gets to its destination quicker. But then again, once it goes to places like cities and stuff, then it's back into the big system. But I don't think I, I don't know anyone that uses like DPD or.
0: No, we had a chat headless. with DPD probably a year and a half ago uh, about going on board with them and then like doing like scheduled collections. So we were going to tie it in with the print business as well, but they would come and pick up downcast stuff. Yeah. And they were basically like, oh, you have to hit this minimum number a week sort of thing. Mm. And it was like, it was, they were quite like strict with it. And I was like, well, I don't really feel comfortable with that because if we have a bad week or like, you know, whether it's with the brand or the print business, like what are you going to do? They're <laughs> like, oh, we, we, like you kind of get like strikes or whatever, and we can like cancel your account. It's like, well, why would I fucking do that then? I'll just fucking stick to what I've got. It works, <laughs> you know, and when I want to send something through the print business, I just book either a drop off or a collection through DPD. Mm. And I go and drop it off, or wait around at the studio for it to be picked up. It's yeah, it's I it's mean... costing me essentially the same thing. Like, you know, say say a a, a few pence or whatever. But you know,
1: yeah. I've I've never had anything lost. Like, never... oh, you shouldn't have said that. You um, should not uh... have said that. I went all haggard then.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I should not have said that.
0: <laughs> when Brexit came in, we uh... fuck Brexit. By the way. Um, yeah. When Brexit came in, so at the time we were sending out a lot of international orders and the US was never a problem, but it was anywhere in the EU, but specifically Germany and Italy. They they just fucking hate us now, probably I, understandably. I <laughs> um, but stuff used to get stuck in, in German customs all the time and it'd sit there for about three weeks and it'd be like we'd follow it because obviously we'd have customers being like, where the fuck's my shit? and we would follow it and be like look really sorry it's still stuck in customs we don't really have any control over it and then like a couple of days later it turn up back on our doorstep no explanation it's like does not comply to fucking customs regulations or whatever it's like it's a fucking t-shirt and some stickers you dickhead
3: yeah those like, that page even like on the royal mail page where you have to type in like where the where it's all come from and what's the number that you got from this on the the whatever it is the tag i'm like i i just can't be bothered with that that's Mm. it's too much hassle and at the risk of having stuff come back or not
0: get there and then you can't even get the money back for posting it either yeah and then if the customer says i want it posted out again which is kind of like as a business like if you want to kind of maintain a good customer business owner relationship i guess like you kind of have to post out again to them don't you It's, it's not their fault yeah, and like... then they
3: they also might have to pay for it on the other end.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Brexit. Wonderful idea, wasn't it?
3: Yeah, we did a... Um, I've got a friend who's like a graffiti artist. He, he's just an artist, but he does graffiti and he's a tattooist. And he did the dragon design for me and we had some people in spain obviously because well that's where he's from and they wanted to buy it and i was like well i just i just don't know like i'll try it and if it works then maybe and it got there on the times that i sent it but it was just too much ifs and like well the stress of it i couldn't deal with it i I just don't want to do it i'm just not going to put myself through it Hmm. I'm not going to lose a shirt either. Yeah.
4: I've
3: yeah. just realised as well, the dog is sleeping underneath
1: the microphone. So I hope he's not like,
3: <laughs> you, guys,
1: you guys can't hear it, can you? Well now, to, well, now I want to see your dog. So why would you say that? Like, can you move the microphone? No, the, the, the camera? I can't move is the it, dog though.
0: Is he yours or is Jack's one?
1: No, it's. I feel like, you know, I moved here, I
3: got the job of Jack, and I'm slowly turning into Jack.
0: Oh,
1: uh, it's funny you should say that, because <laughs> I, did, I did say that you were... Oh, Darcy's going to want to edit this out. Uh, I called you Asian Jack, because you're like Bobby Lee. <laughs> I've had it my whole life. My,
3: like, most... <laughs> most people tell so, me that so... your mum's oh. like your dad's not your dad. Sort of, like, where, like a lot of people... They're like where are you from? And I'm like England. They're like, no, where are you where from? Where are you
0: from originally? Like, yeah. No, no, <laughs> where are you really from?
3: England. They don't believe it. I've just oh. got. I'm, I might be able to get a picture up for you on my phone. He's um. He was especially grumpy today because he's here late with me, and he wants he wants
1: dinner. Oh. Oh it look at him Oh <laughs> listeners uh uh Connor's sending uh Shanghai's a picture of his penis. Uh, <laughs>
3: so yeah. <laughs> He's uh, a totally, lovely two year old bulldog.
0: Nice mate.
3: But Jack Jack's <laughs> got two bulldogs. And, uh, and yeah. Norman and what's the other one? Matilda.
0: Matilda. Yeah he, sh- yeah. he showed us Matilda in, uh, when he came on his uh, episode on um, season one. Fucking picked her up and she was just like, what the fuck <laughs> is going on? And she was asleep <laughs> and he's like, look at my dog. Look at my dog. <laughs> it he great. said
1: that Jack was going to come down and see me. And then he, he went and had a kid. He
0: decided you were a cunt. Yeah.
1: And I said, come, come, set, bring the dogs. Come save us. And he was like, no, no, I can't do that. And I was like, why? Because like, we went and stayed somewhere once and the dogs jumped on the bed. And they both had violent diarrhoea all over the duvet <laughs> in, this, in this caravan that they'd
4: stayed.
3: They are pretty bad. Tilly, um, Tilly was in here yesterday and she projectile vomited all over the office. Like,
0: <laughs> oh, mine, just, mine just gets his dick out all the time now. He literally just starts <laughs> humping the sofa and it's like, what the fuck are you doing? Just like, get down. And he's, he's hung like a fucking horse. Genuinely. It's <laughs> what like, breed is it? he's He's a a part part Luciano (laughs) (laughs) he's a a working Cocker Spaniel Um, and then we've got the other one who's just a mongrel Um, they're both lovely, he's just fucking mental Yeah, absolutely insane super 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 (laughs) clever dog but he's, yeah he just needs so much stimulation it's not Mm. even exercise, like you can take him for a half an hour walk but so long as you like, you give him like Know, puzzles or training or play games or play fucking tug or whatever. That's what knackers him out. It's that fucking getting his brain ticking, right? Uh, you it's know. Tough, I, th- I think. But... Yeah, I, th- I think the thing with like kind of like really intelligent. Sorry, I'm fucking going off on a right segue, here. but the thing with like intelligent dogs is I think people have like the, I, I guess a misconception that it's like walking them more mm. is what they need. When it's like, it's not. They're fucking hyper because they've got nothing going on like, you know, Mm. that you're not doing anything for them to keep get their brain working. That's what they need to knacker themselves out because the second you start taking them for hour and a half walks a day, they need an hour and a half walk a day for the rest of their lives because they're so fit, but they're still going to need that fucking mental stimulation, you know, which is what, what we're really trying within. I mean, he's not even one yet. I think he's, he's nine months old, I think. Um, so he's obviously still a puppy. He's obviously still fucking crazy. Um, but yeah, hopefully it you, can, you can
3: just do like, yeah, you could not walk them for an hour and a half a day and give them the mental stimulation
0: and they'll be tired mm. like mm. this. Yeah, I mean, they still need the exercise, obviously, because otherwise they get fat. But yeah, you know. have,
1: you, have you done the one with with the stick? You, you drill a load of Tully bottles, a stick. I'm not saying words properly. <laughs> um, mm. you'll words make a sentence. Um you get a load you get a load of empty drinks bottles and you drill and you put a stick for it.
2: You hang it and then you put
1: like treats in to get the treats to come out. That's what I did with my dog. Yeah? Yeah. I have to
3: give that one, give that one a go.
1: because yeah, it's pretty piss, it's piss easy, like it's like just drill some holes and hang it somewhere. And then he has to like knock for... we bought we spent ages and loads of money like buying all these fancy toys. And he just fucking loves a drinks bottle. So he just throw a load of, a load it, of treats yeah, in the drinks yeah. bottle and let him get it out somehow.
3: Plastic yeah, bottles. Yeah. There's something mm. about
0: plastic bottles that they're just drawn to. They absolutely mm. love it. They make a fucking racket. That's why.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's fun to chew. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, a Buck we... and my, my dog yesterday, uh, he was sitting on the sofa with like right curled up next to me and he decided to get up. Uh, and he always gets off the sofa like with his front legs first, and then stretches, and then takes his back legs down. And I was looking at him going, "Oh, isn't that sweet?" And literally, as he did it, he basically shat in my mouth like he farted. It was so thick; <laughs> it was just a cloud of fart. And I was, and what's what's worse is, as I turned to see him do it, like I could see his asshole fuck up, <laughs> and so I knew it was coming. But it was like you know when you like see an atom bomb go off. In the in the films, and they can see it, and they're like by the time you've seen it, it's too fucking <laughs> late. Like <laughs> I saw that little the little five p fifty p movement, and it, uh, yeah, and it, uh, like, I, could, <laughs> I could just feel my eyes, my eyelids melting off my face. It was horrendous. It was horrendous. <laughs> love love hate relationship. Oh, he's a fucking lovely dog, but he's also mm. fucking smelly. that
0: mm. uh, last dog one, quick. <laughs> <laughs> a few weeks you know, ago, <laughs> Sammy, Sammy got a bit overexcited, fucked the sofa and jizzed all over it. Oh, yeah. Lovely. That was fucking rough. What like does dog things, jizz man. look like? Uh, well, I don't know. It already soaked into the sofa by the time Uh-oh. I... Uh, okay, man, so it was just a, a wet patch. Uh, did it look like Plastisol uh, soft hand extender? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, It must have been very thin because it just soaked straight through, but... Oh, you've got yeah. a cummy sofa. Yeah, yeah. Oh. said once he's had his balls off, we're getting a new cipher. More like base
1: oh. then. Yeah, it's so yeah. no. no, You know what it is? It's
0: discharge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate. Man. Right, oh, anyway. There's always oh, a on, shit on, pun on, in on, on from uh, On from dog jizz and kind of on to what we were talking about before. Um, so if you could add anything theoretically to... You, Twelve, twelve, kind of as it stands, that you think could give it a a boost or a helping hand. What do you think? Uh,
3: I think there's a, there's a ton of stuff that I want to do, do, but I don't want to be the guy that says money because mm-hmm. money effectively can buy you everything that you want. It can give you the time to do the stuff that you need. It can buy the equipment that you want to do like that you want to use to do stuff with like it's it's a tough one because yeah money provides all of that
0: i'm going to but... re- i'm going to rephrase that question then if you couldn't choose money <laughs> <laughs> what would be the one thing you'd add um
3: i wouldn't add another person to the team even though my partner's been coming out with me to events and I've just turned to her and been like, can you make me a reel for this? That'd be great. And she's, she's done it. And I've been like, Oh my God, this is amazing. Someone having someone there to manage that. It was great, but I don't want to f- focus on social media too much in terms of like marketing and stuff and stuff. So- Dude, this it's alright. There's not, nothing going on. Sorry about that. Sorry. Show you beans. It's just having a funny few minutes.
0: Which which one is it under there?
3: Um his name's Boomy.
0: Oh, is that your one?
1: Yeah. This Oh right. He's just Boomy, like, Boomy as in as in the character.
3: As in what?
1: Avatar The Last Airbender.
3: That's the one. It was alright. Yeah,
1: yeah. That's that's exactly
3: why I named him. (laughs) I love cartoons, but yeah, right. It's not money. What could I add? It's a really tough question because Jack's got all the machinery that I need. Mm.
0: That's that's. I was kind of looking forward to asking you this question in particular because you kind of got. I, I get aside from like the social media stuff, which you've already said you're not too <laughs> focused on anyway. You've got pretty much everything there, so it's yeah. kind of like I mean, it, I mean, the answer could be nothing.
2: <laughs> It'd be nice to
3: have someone working alongside me, I guess. But then again, it's tough to kind of like make like delegate the work to them i don't know what i would do i think what i really w- want the brand to be although it is clothing and that's what we do i want it to be more of like a platform for people like i've had a few ideas about going and f- starting like film projects talking to people about like that's what i, I ran the film festival in london It was called the London Cannabis Film Festival and it was all about, you know, telling people's stories, the experiences they've had with cannabis, whether that's like going to people on the black market to get it or experiences they've had with the police or how it's helped them or why they consume it. Or, you know, I feel like that's a lot a lot of what the brand is, is wanting to share the stories of people to help you know, challenge that stigma that's associated with it. Like and I'm partnering up with someone who's local to Pembrokeshire as well to start filming more content and doing more of that stuff. So yeah. A, a video production suite. There we go. Maybe that would be fucking cool.
1: You know? Fair enough. So that's an interesting I mean the future of media is, is video, isn't it? And yeah. and all things, all things, moving pictures. Yeah,
3: but uh, have you ever seen the Humans in New York page? No. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I, I, I would like to do one of those, and I did start it up just before the pandemic or during the pandemic. Okay. It was really hard to do, but I called it Humans of Cannabis, and it was like a direct, like you know, I'm very influenced by what they were doing, and I thought it was a great way to tell the story of people you know, mm-hmm. like I was talking to people and I'd go and take their photo and be like tell me about who you are and what your experiences are with cannabis and how you use it or you know, any of the things that I said about you know, dealing with the police or something and it just, it helps normalize it and give the faces of people like, it's because it's everyone you know, it could be yeah, your aunt yeah. like that's, or it could be your aunt or it could be an 18 year old kid or it could be you know it's it's the the spectrum is so broad like i mean it's it's
0: just a bit of weed yeah i said that's the way i I look at cannabis is it's just you know it's it's not hurting anybody Mm. i think when you start getting into the kind of I mean this is a whole other kind of realm of conversation obviously but I think when you start getting into like the fucking super skunk shit and everything like that that's a bit more I don't know well this
3: is like this is the problem with it like there's so little information out there Hmm. I think especially the word skunk and the meaning that holds in this country is really like damaging because like skunk is like a a strain
0: right And no no no, i know that i know that but i mean stuff that's kind of like (laughs) i I mean i guess it is what you're saying but it's stuff that's kind of specifically grown to be fucking stronger and it's kind of like yeah this is this is the thing though
3: the more that we find out about cannabis and the more research they do the more they find out that it's not just down to stuff like high thc levels that Mm. so like and again, this is something that, that making it illegal doesn't, it doesn't help. Like, no. when you put it in the hands of the black market and people that grow it, you're forcing, well, you're not forcing people, but people will grow stronger stuff because yes, of course they it are. has yes. a higher value, you know, yeah. and it will get you fucked up. But
0: that's, that's, I think that's more along the lines of what I'm trying to say, but you've said it a bit more eloquently than I have. I think that's that that's what I have a problem with. this more the yeah. system rather than the 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 plant because that's all it is. It's a fucking plant.
3: Yeah. Like, well, you know. I I would generally tend to say anyone's argument against cannabis is an argument for because like for making it legal or just regulating it and decriminalizing yeah. it because yeah. you know as you said like there's stuff out there that's really strong and it's going to be bad especially for people like minors. How do you make that as safe as possible for people? You control it, you regulate yeah. it, you make sure yeah. the product is tested. It's it's actually like if you put it into the perspective of like you walk into a corner shop and you see forty percent proof alcohol, mm. you don't like it, at least it says that on the label and you know what you're getting. There's like a dosage information. Like with cannabis, you don't get that. It's dangerous. Like I can't go to someone and be like, oh, do you know what? I don't really want to get like blitzed. Can you give me something that likes 4%? There's no equivalent. Like, and as an adult, you aren't given the ability to make an informed decision about the stuff that you put in your body. Like, and that ultimately makes it safer. You know, you can't, children wouldn't be able to get as hold, hold of it as easily, mm-hmm. you know, like, and it would help. Like, you know, it makes it safe for people. It's got to be safer than drinking, isn't it? Oh, yeah. I mean, statistically, alcohol is, like, in in the UK as well, it's, like, the biggest problem. (laughs) Like, even when it comes down to the amount of money that we spend as a country on, like, policing people over the weekend and hospitalizations and the amount of damage that it does to your actual body, you know, alcohol's the big problem. Cannabis is relatively... Like, it's not, it's, I'm not one of those people that, like, I love weed, and I I want to make it, like, um, like, it's totally safe, like, it's not going to harm you or something, because there's, you know, if you abuse something, you're gonna have an issue with it. And And there's also, like, addiction and everything that comes with that. But in terms of, like, your health, compared to other stuff, it's, it's not as bad. And there's, you know, there's no deaths. You like, you won't die from cannabis.
4: Hmm.
3: Sorry, there's there's a lot, there's a lot there
0: <laughs> to kind no, of. No, like... that's all right, mate. That's all right. No, I, I, I wholeheartedly agree. It's I'm I'm not somebody who smokes anymore, um, for various reasons. But I completely understand and agree with where you're coming from.
3: Yeah, I mean, like when i i guess that's why 1212 started really because it got to a point in my life where i was fed up with it like i had this whole person like i am who i am but i was hiding a lot of that from people and i didn't want to be like that anymore i wanted to be who i was openly and i didn't want to have to you know be put in this, like, put in a corner or put in a box or you're this, like, you're lazy, you can't do that, like, because people just generally tend to think that when they find out that you smoke. And the whole point of starting it was, like, to to challenge that.
0: Yeah.
3: And I don't even really smoke that much. <laughs> like, <laughs> I've I've got a really, really low tolerance. Like, I'm the least stonery person that does so much to do with cannabis that you probably yeah that is
1: that is hilarious (laughs) it's
3: it's like it's a it's like a human rights thing that i don't think anyone should be telling me what i can can't put in my body you know and if i do you as like the leaders of our country and those parties should be making it as safe as possible for me you know but it's not
0: i don't As much as I agree with that statement, though, I don't think it's applicable for everything, and I'm not trying to be fucking argumentative here or anything, but I think there are you, you can only apply that to certain things you know you can't kind of turn around and go oh, you know you, you you've kind of got to let me put in my body what I want sort of thing because there are things that are just yeah not right, I... and they're inaccessible because they should be inaccessible, do you know what uh, i mean but I, don't, I i really I really don't believe cannabis
3: should be one of those things it's yeah i mean i i I totally understand like where you're coming from when you say that and like i i would say that cannabis is like the first thing to go in the pillar like when they fall but it's like i don't condone the use of any other substances i mean even just like the definition of like the term drug and what that means in this country is so yeah. out of touch. Like we categorize drugs and alcohol in two different categories, but mm. caffeine's a drug, alcohol is a drug,
1: tobacco's mm. a drug, sugar. Anything that has any kind Sugar's of... Sugar's right. the worst one, isn't it? Sugar's like destroying us.
0: Yeah. What's the, the definition of a drug is something that anything,
1: alters... Like your physiological... That's like yeah. Anything that makes you talk shit at 4am in someone else's kitchen. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Pat doesn't it's... need
1: any of that. <laughs> no, <laughs> just need the kitchen. But <laughs> so, yeah.
3: I, I don't... Um, I, would, I wouldn't condone the use of other drugs and I don't think like I would ever try certain drugs, but I don't think uh like the government should tell people what they can and can't do, and I think there is a lot of I'm not saying this is what you think either, and I'm quite used to having these conversations and and like it's what we were talking about earlier, like we can both exist in a space where we have this conversation. The point is we are having this conversation and it doesn't change mm-hmm. like our opinions of each other at the end of the day, but I wouldn't stop at cannabis like. I think the more information that's out there is like if we're taught about it in school, like I didn't, I didn't have any education on it. It was just like, drugs are bad. Don't do it. You know, I think addiction is a like, it's a problem, but if you make it, like if you provide people with the information like pill testing and dosaging information, Like people getting stuff like heroin, if there's shit in it that's harmful to people because you've got people cooking it up in their kitchen and doing God knows what, it's not safe for people. So you're causing a problem like what people are doing is like when you criminalize it, you're saying to the people that are most vulnerable in society, you're saying basically you're not allowed to do this. If we catch you doing it, we're going to criminalise you. It's going to cause you problems in your life. You're not going to be able to get jobs. We're going, no, we don't want to help you. We'll lock you up for the night or in other serious cases, like more serious than that. So I feel like I'm
1: rambling a bit, but
2: no, no, the irony knows... of
1: it all is that like, how prevalent is cocaine in higher society? and has been for God knows how many decades.
3: Yeah. I just don't think the people that need the help most, like with problems like addiction are being dealt with in the right way. Like you're basically saying you're absolving yourself of like needing to help them. It's not, it's, it's like a criminal issue. It should be like mm. a health issue.
2: Yeah,
3: the, Those people need help. Give them the help. Don't criminalize them.
1: And I watched an interview with a homeless guy, and um, he was talking about his drug addiction. And I can't remember what he was on some drug. And the interviewer said, "What? Why are you Why are you doing these drugs?" And he was like, "Because it's the only way to keep warm at night. It's literally the only thing that stops him feeling the cold." Yeah.
2: And it have was you, like
1: it was like fucking hell. Like that is that's I mean, obviously it seems so
3: obvious. Have you heard but, of the? Um, they did like the rat rat city experiment where they they basically kept a bunch of rats in a cage and there was like fuck all to do in the cage it was bleak Mm. like nothing to do and they had one water bottle that was laced with cocaine and one that was just water and all of them were like going for their cocaine all the time Mm. (laughs) and then they did the same experiment but they put like runs and stuff and like the rats could like go around and like have fun, do whatever they wanted. Um And they would go for the water more. Like they were going for the cocaine less. It's like if you build a society like uh, as a whole that like nurtures and helps people, they are attracted less to the things like those other drugs that they can escape to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's it's a pretty there's a lot to to dig in. Rat yeah.
1: city, do you say that's called? I want to read about that.
3: Yeah. Well, I say Rat City. I don't, I don't know if I'm like a hundred percent certain on that. <laughs> I don't know if it's called Rat City, but it was like. It, it just I'm just gonna make go- that up, have... I'm Google, uh, I just like make things up to support myself. I saw a fucking huge rat today. <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: fine yeah oh, oh Connor your, your surname's not Putin is it maybe <laughs> let's start
3: with a P <laughs> uh,
1: yeah uh. Um, so brand wise then what is the thing you most proud of your achievement with your
2: brand that you're like. I'm I fucking did that. That's
1: wicked. So any single thing that's happened that's you know got... question coming because you know the format of the podcast.
3: Yeah, and I've I've been thinking about it, but there is no real like moment that I've thought about that like this is
2: like
3: what what was the word that you used in the question? What am I most proud of?
1: Yeah, or an achievement that you don't to have to be your most yeah, proud I wouldn't just like an achievement. I wouldn't
3: say that it's like boiled down to one thing, but I looked at what I'd sold this year and it's it's by no means like incredible, but just the thought that there was people out there wearing stuff that i made just like blows my mind that people are interested in it enough to like even buy a t-shirt or anything like that like there's not one moment where like oh this person's wearing it or nothing has happened like again like it's, it's early days for me in terms of like it's been a year just over a year now that i've been doing it and it's probably just knowing that there's more like I sold just over a hundred t-shirts the last time I checked. And I was like, oh my God. That's like, really good. That, that's like, that blows my mind. That's crazy. That's so
0: nice. like, so like, there,
3: There's people like <laughs> out there wearing 1212, like stuff that I've made and that I've designed and that I've, you know, it's weird. It's a weird thing to think about. But yeah, no one's like, I've had a few occasions where people have been like, "Oh, I would go down." Like, I lived in Brighton for a long time. It's kind yeah. of in my home from home. I went to uni there, and
0: I'm just up the road. You're in Burgess Hill.
3: Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, it's bright. Brighton's amazing. I love it. Yeah. There's a small, like CBD shop in town where. Like, I know the guys that run it. They're really fucking awesome. And they've got some of my stuff in there. And I went down to Brighton. I I go to Brighton to get my (laughs) hair cut.
1: That's why your hair's so long. Yeah. (laughs) You don't go very often, do you? Because it's five hours away. (laughs) It's a long way for a haircut.
3: Yeah, but I get to see friends at the same time. You know, I make a weekend of it. You know, it's nice.
1: That is fucking hilarious to me. They make a weekend of it. What are you doing this weekend? Get my hair cut, oh, yeah. right. well, That's going to take about like twenty minutes, yeah, but the yeah, but it's like a five hour drive each way it's so worth it
3: though. <laughs> it's worth it um, but I went down there last time to get my hair cut, and I went down to like the pub that I always go to and you go? fortune of war, nice, it's like on the seafront, and I was walking down the the ramp and I got to the the bar, and someone turned around and was like there's some dude wearing a t-shirt over there. And I was like, what the fuck this is? (laughs) Like, I'd never seen any, anyone wear it that I didn't know. There's your achievement. Yeah. It's weird. That's awesome, mate. Yes. It's, it doesn't sound like anything crazy, but that thought of having someone wear something you made is just, it's incredibly gratifying, I guess. Yeah. You Um, must have had that as
1: a printer though, surely like seeing, seeing things in the world that you've,
3: Yeah, yeah. I know it's not the
1: same. It's the same, 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 but different,
3: isn't it? That's kind of almost like a smugness, you know, when you get like, like, I printed that. (laughs) that. Do you see that over there? Yeah, I I printed that. But then... That's one one of
1: mine, yeah.
3: (laughs) When it's your own design or like your thing, it's it's a different different thing. Yeah. Um, Do you
2: have
0: any questions for us?
3: when When are you going video
1: I don't know if I've got a face for radio <laughs> really. I'm not really a well, I,
0: I'd love to get all the episodes up on YouTube, but it's kind of like you're going to be episode nineteen, so it's like if we're going to get it all, all up on YouTube, I've got to go through nineteen episodes and edit them. Yeah, oh, God, God,
3: that's I, do you? you don't. you don't want me up on that in on video.
0: What
1: the fuck it did you was. ask
3: that question then? Well, because I was, <laughs> I was thinking about it. Like I said to Jack, I was like, can I borrow your microphone? I was thinking about like getting the camera and like connecting it to my computer. I was like, what do I need? Do they put it on video? Like, cause I listened to it on Spotify and I was like, I don't know if they're going to go video or is it going to be video or does it matter what I look like? Or is it going to be? Yeah. It was just on my it was on the
0: brain the short answer is I think we want to mm. at some point yeah. It's, it's just the logistics of it. I think the ideal ideal scenario is to find somebody who can do the editing for us mm. um because at present it's me doing the 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 sound editing which I'm quite comfortable with but i'm I just don't feel particularly comfortable with video video editing mm. um so yeah, I think I think until that happens, it's probably gonna remain audio only and then we just carry on doing the snippets, maybe do some like YouTube shorts or something like that. Yeah. Just so we kind of get a bit of presence on there. But you know, the yeah, full I mean, episodes, so you, bear in mind, mo- most of the episodes are like bordering two hours or over two hours long. So it's like it's it's a lot of video content. I'm sure we can pull a lot I mean, from just, the episodes, just as yeah, like clips.
3: Yeah. Just the storage alone for stuff like that, and the amount of time it'll take to uh, export is is a nightmare. Yeah, Yeah,
0: that's why.
3: Yeah, I I didn't know whether that was like on the cards or whether it was. I think it might be. I mean, you guys are pretty close to each other in terms of. I say pretty close because I feel like I'm so far away from everyone. Like we 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 cuddle every now and again.
1: (laughs) Sometimes we share a condom. Yeah.
0: Not supposed fucking to tell hell. people that, Pav.
1: <laughs> what both at the same
0: time? Yeah, he has the inside, I <laughs> have <on> the outside. <laughs> Just so we don't touch skin. Fucking out. <laughs> like where?
3: Where? Where do you guys see the brand uh, social podcast being? Like, you would you go in to like have guests in a in a room? I'd like to
1: eventually.
0: I'd, I'd love to. Mm. I I love fucking speaking to people. In the flesh,
1: I read, but, I read a, a really interesting stat that, like, most only one percent of podcasts have had more than 87 episodes. I think it is
0: so, we've got like, to break that barrier, then haven't we?
1: Yeah, so in my head, like, that's that's a goal for me is to have like crack a 100 episodes,
0: even if nobody's listening at that point, doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, doesn't matter. It's, ju- it's just us rambling. Well, <laughs> this, is, this is the thing, like, podcasts now.
3: I will listen to stuff that is just people chatting shit, essentially. Like
1: mm. it's all. It's basically what we're doing.
3: Yeah. But then I think there's an element of, you know, that's real, you know, it's a real mm. conversation. It's not, people don't always need to hear specifically everything that you're
1: focused on all the
3: time, you know? Yeah.
1: Like, yeah, I think the, the the, the, the thing behind it as well is that like, although it's, it's a, it's an informal chat it's a good catch-up on that that and there's a subject that we sort of skirt around and 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 bring into conversation as and when um so that's sort of like if you've got an interest in brands and branding and things like that it makes sense to listen you probably could listen to it even if you're not really that interested in it i suppose yeah um it's it's. Well, it's, I mean, it's... it's like
3: what they say about teaching isn't it like if you teach then you inevitably get better at what you're doing because that whole Mm. process of going through it makes you better at it. Mm, Like, as I said at the beginning, like I've found the podcast to be like, it's really insightful to hear other people talk about what they're doing because not only do you understand the processes that they go through, but it helps spark ideas for you as well. Mm. Like I've thought about stuff that I can do, you know, in the future and Like it might help me with an idea that I'm trying to come up with something, or you know, it's just nice. Like, so for you guys as hosts, talking to all these different people all the time,
1: it's it's amazing how many similar themes we've we come across. Like the amount of people that like hate selling shit online and really do it. I think that's really become
0: a theme, like the last. Yeah, I I think every episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's you know, I think. You know we're in the same boat as well. But it's kind of really wanting to try and push the the kind of physical kind of contact with people a yeah. lot more. It's um, yeah, it is becoming a theme, and I think it's 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 obviously post pandemic world. People it's, have kind of weird. um, yeah, people have kind of just realised that it's like being around people is just a bit fucking better. It's yeah, you it's
3: know? strange because all signs point to like shit when you talk about like the death of the high street and stuff and you think about brands t-shirts and and clothing i think it's
1: going to go the other way i really
0: do yeah i do too i do there's
3: just like in the next decade a revival but maybe Mm. it comes in a different form maybe there's a different kind of shop that we just don't see yet i
1: think what it will be you know how like you get like the big debenhams that have all the brands that have their own little like boutique shops with inside it i think that is what like brands are going to be, there's going to be loads of little independent brands that will like have a massive, like former department store together and they'll all have an area of it and it won't be mm-hmm. like massive brands. It will be little independent ones. I think that's what's going to
0: happen. Like a food yeah. hall.
1: Yeah. Like, yeah. Just like, it, like, like, and, like the and food just eliminate brand. the
0: fucking chain bollocks. Because yeah. That's the thing when you, when you go to a high street, like especially where I fucking live. So the only fucking shops left apart from like, I don't know, the independent fucking wedding dress shop, like it's all chains it's 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 a wilco and we've got a fucking timpsons you know the shoe people and fucking Mm. like a a peacocks and whatever like it's just it's just fucking dull like and like i was speaking to nick's my wife about it the other day and saying like you know burgess Hill would be a perfect place to kind of like trial like the the theory of like is the high street dead like because like if you add good shops onto that high street people are gonna fucking go to it but the problem is is like councils or whoever fucking controls these high streets just hasn't really got an incentive to go like oh yeah we're gonna fucking reduce these rates we're gonna reduce yeah. the fucking rent and stuff i like get fucking awesome businesses in that are going to do really well and improve our towns and fucking cities or neighborhoods or whatever but i just don't believe they give a fuck i think they're yeah. so out of touch with the way the world actually works because they're they're just fucking politicians i fucking hate politicians (laughs) a lot of them they can fuck off seriously i think we should live in a in a society where there are no rulers but you know no we should do the
1: jury service system but for politicians anyone who wants to be a politician like you don't go i'm going to be a politician and become one you get called up and you have to do your like five ten years or whatever of being a politician at the end of it that's it. It's done, and then the next lot come in. Mm. Political conscription. Yeah, basically, yeah.
3: I mean, you're you're quite lucky. Well, I say lucky, I guess, but you got. I know that Brighton's full of chains, but it has a really strong independent mm. like scene.
0: Yeah, yeah it do, it does, it does, but kind of going from where where I lived in in Brighton to moving to to where we are now was like it's such a massive contrast and this is like in reality like you know i'm from up north as well and it's kind of like whenever i've been up north it's kind of it's the same thing it's like fucking high streets are just they're all fucking boarded up and shit and i mean places where i grew up anyway like you know and it's it's fucking sad man because you've got really fucking great retail spaces and there's people there that are willing to invest in local businesses and community and shit like that but unless like councils and governments and shit allow it to actually happen and to allow that to happen you have to reduce rates you have to reduce rent and you have to enable people to do it Mm -hmm. it isn't going to fucking happen simple as like you know people aren't going to go oh i'm going to fucking pay fucking six thousand pound of fucking quarter rent plus fucking three and a half thousand pound of rate and electricity and fucking whatever like you know what's the fucking point you probably, you you're probably literally just selling shit to survive and there's no Yeah, no exactly it's, it, it's, it's, so when you come to that it's like why not just be an online business
3: that's the biggest one of the like i'm a big fan of patagonia i love mm. what they do mm. and it's like trying to exist in a capitalist world as someone that gives us like that cares about the impacts that they have on stuff like the environment is really difficult because you kind of have to get over the fact that you, you literally, you have to consume, like there's no way around it, like to be part of the system, you need to sell something. And like, you're like, what's the point of making something that's going to last because you're going to have to like, to survive, you'll have to sell two or three of them constantly just to kind of keep generating like income mm-hmm. for yourself. Like, and I feel bad sometimes because, like, I don't want to sell like tons of shirts and stuff, but I will feel bad if I, if what I do is shit and people like it won't last people or, do you know, I feel like I said that really badly,
1: but I think you're, I think you're, you're framing it in the wrong way. Um, because obviously you, you you've got a, a, a cause behind what you're doing, which is like, obviously a, a great start anyway but also t-shirts and clothing and stuff you can't really although they're consumable they're also like walking around with a piece of art on mm. and so it's i think it's perfectly acceptable to have things like that when, you, when you've got something that's a good quality it's a t-shirt like if i've got a t-shirt that i like i wear it to death like, i will wear it ev- every day well, but not I'll everybody's wash it.
0: like that and i think that that's where the problem lies is it's yeah, like this whole thing of mass consumerism. Like you know, you have you have new brands popping up every day, and I'm not having a dig at anybody who's fucking listen to this or anything like that. It's just it is just a fact that like if you if you are starting a brand, regardless of how environmentally conscious or whatever it is you're being, and we're fucking guilty of it as well. Is you are adding to the problem. Hmm. But I think the way that I Started to look at it that probably the last two or three years is that if somebody's coming to buy from me, and I'm obviously making every kind of conscious decision that I can that is not negatively impacting the environment, is I'm potentially taking away business from somebody who isn't doing all those things. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like I do the same with my print shop as well. It's kind of like, you know. I don't print water-based because I think it's more environmentally friendly. I think solid and water-based nowadays are on par. It's just I fucking prefer water-based. I think it's more important in things like your garment choices, your chemicals you use, the amount of fucking electricity you use, et cetera, et cetera. And there's a lot of shops out there that just don't give a fuck the amount of waste they produce and stuff. If I get a a, a a client, like whether it's a fucking brewery or it's a fucking pizza place or a clothing brand or whatever, if they're coming to me, I'm taking business away from somebody else that's not having those um, kind of si- systems, or not implementing those kind of like um, environmental, I guess, policies, sort of thing within their company that they should be. And I think, yeah, I don't know, how do we? Get I'm,
3: into I'm, this? I'm I'm glad <laughs> I'm glad you said that because, especially with the stuff about water based, because I struggle with that a lot because I print everything that I've done so far has been plastic, salt. but when I talk to people and especially like clients that come to old Elton's as well, I think the biggest part of like, I don't like the word sustainable really, because I don't think anything, anything's truly like sustainable. I think responsible. I mean,
0: the word we use is environmentally conscious.
3: Yeah. Like responsible production of stuff like organic cotton t-shirts, you know, like it, it starts with the garment. I think, and to like relate it to what Pav said about like the favorite, like what you wear, and how long it lasts, you is mm-hmm. like the most important thing. So even if it is plastic sole, and it does last longer, mm-hmm. then you're like, yeah, The main thing is that the garment is more like ethical, and that's yeah. the biggest in in the clothing industry anyway. Yeah. So
1: it's like trying to find. It's like, in, in reality, what, what we do is such a small blip when you compare yourself to like Primark, for example. Yeah. Shit like that. Yeah,
0: but the, the, the garment manufacturing industry is, what is it, the second biggest polluter of, in the world? it wouldn't surprise me so so we 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 are part of that and i think a lot more printers in particular not necessarily brands but printers Mm. need to take a bit more ownership over that rather than passing it on to customers like obviously i realize this is the brand social podcast and not the fucking printer social podcast Mm. but it's relevant because we're all fucking printers do you know what i mean it's like i think speaking to far too many printers that kind of push the 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 narrative of oh it's the the customer doing the damage because they're choosing a gilden or they're doing this or yeah don't give that, them the fucking option like, yeah, yeah <laughs> exactly it's like you have the option to push a more eco conscious garment or a more mm. whatever you want to call it a more sustainable garment whatever like but you're not you're just offering the cheapest garment because you're you know that you're going to get that job mm. and it's like yeah so you know fucking um what's the word
3: um. <sighs> We'll edit this pause I out. Think, I think there's a, <laughs> there's, a, there's, a, there's a trade-off as well that people don't understand when it comes to stuff like water-based versus plastersol. Yeah, and it's something it it's something that I would love to know more about because I'm constantly trying to like, as I said, like I felt bad about using Plastisol, but you know, plastersol stores incredibly well, It's super vibrant, it lasts a long time, and it's easy to print. When I've printed and the experiences that I've had with water based, it started off really bad. And I was ruining garments a lot because it would like eat through emulsion. And on the auto as well, if it happens on one and you don't catch it to like five or, you know, then that's it's ruining garments. But then there's also like curing time, like it has to go through the belt for longer. It's using more electricity, like it's not totally free of the plastics, like it's less. There's less than Plastisol, but there's also all these other things to take into account when you're talking about how you treat it, if that makes
0: sense. I, I think, personally, having printed both water-based and Plastisol, I think there are a hell of a lot more similarities between the two than there used to be. So, I mean, the majority of what we print is high solids, um, Plastisol, like, yeah, HSA stuff. Mm. Um and the stuff that we use predominantly um, cures in 40 seconds at 165 degrees. Yeah. Which isn't far behind the price to sell. So I think if you're using high solids, acrylic inks, which, yeah, it obviously still has acrylic, it still has PVC in it and everything. I get that point. Um, like, just segue, one of my biggest fucking pet peeves is print shops who call themselves eco-friendly bollocks we're not in an eco-friendly um industry um but yeah i i, I think that the, the the main the main thing with for me anyway with water-based the main disadvantage is the amount of energy you use aside from the high solids acrylic stuff like if you're using like a medium or a low solids you're having to put something through the dry for fucking two or three minutes that's obviously having to slow it. Down a lot, it's slowing down production, using more electricity, using more energy and stuff like that. But I don't know. It's then I there's water like, base is it's easier to clean. That's yeah, that's my no. my my love for water based. Is the, the ease in cleaning it. Yeah.
3: You know it Plastisol encourages lazy printers, like for yeah. sure. Thank you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say that I'm any better though, because you know it, it oh, allows yoshin. me to be like i can finish a run and leave the screen on the press you know what base mm. doesn't allow me to do that mm. but then you know if if i'm using it, am i using can more screens though yeah i we we use we do reuse like we've got i don't do you have to put emulsion hardener on everything no, no. like
0: but you just if you if you're using like a gel cure emulsion you do a post expose for 3 to 5 times longer than What use? I mean, obviously, that's it's all emulsion dependent, but what we're using is, you know, we do our exposure, rinse out, let it dry, and then work it back on the exposure unit. Exposure Mm -hmm. unit, depending on the mesh count, is three to five times longer than what we've put it on for. And I've done fucking runs on a manual of three to four hundred shirts and not had any breakdown. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like,
3: what inks are you using for your water base now? Magna. Yeah, fucking. We had so much problems with what we were using before. I uh, Jack remember, said you were pulling your hair out. I, I could not remember <laughs> the brand, but it was just like everything was going wrong. It was eating through screens and then you'd pull it out the end of the dryer, you pull it apart and it would crack instantly and you're like, what the fuck is going on? You put it you, you, literally everything was going wrong and then we switched to Magna and I was like oh my god this is like the best like mm. it was so much easier. There's it, a lot it, of shit so water-based out there.
1: Yeah. Well, Magna, presumably I because it's easier it, to make presumably
0: yeah, make, yeah, make it that. and call it water-based. Yeah I suppose but I mean it, uh, I think using shit plasticol is easier to use than shit water-based yeah i'll get that mm. like, yeah. i mean shit plastisol if it's you know if you're talking just white for instance a shit plastisol is going to be really fucking thick you're gonna to have to slow your uh, squeegee speed right down fucking probably use low mesh counts um and it's just not going to feel very nice but shit water-based it's going to be a pain in the ass to cure it's not going to be opaque. It's just not going to be nice to print, and you're going to have to fucking probably do three coats of it mm. to like get a, a a good opaque finish. And by that point, you've probably pushed it the whole way through the fucking shirt. Mm. You know, yeah. I think the the trick to water based uh, printing, I was about to say water based inking, water based printing is to use a good quality ink. And I think there's so many out there that are going, oh yeah, we're cheaper than this, we're cheaper than that. It's like I think it's such an incentive for people go, for going. Oh, they've told me that's the same, but it's, it's just fucking ink wraps, isn't it? Just, yeah, of course. It salesman. Like, like
3: we we use the ICC. We have got the Colormax system with the ICC, but we've also hmm. got the 7022 cool white plastisol. Oh, right. Yeah,
1: that's good. That's good. That's a good ink. That
3: it's been great. Like, I love it. Like
1: you know, like, you told Jack to get that, don't you? This guy, this
3: this <laughs> boy here, <laughs> and it's been great, but I'm falling out of love with it. Like it's funny you should oh. say that.
1: It's funny you should say that. <laughs> um, uh, Darcy, oh, Rutland. yeah. D- well, One no, I was going to say about GK, Darcy got a oh, um, yeah, that as well. Rutland's a, cheap, though, man. Call from a guy. Um, well, he popped in, didn't need to see you.
0: Yeah, think the... Graham from GK Marketing,
1: and uh, he ended up sending me some ink and the white soul is. I don't I don't know how they make it so good. It's not the Rutland
0: Lico stuff is it? No no this no, no. is like
1: a completely separate company. Um
0: they they they're all made in Spain. Mm. Um, right. And they I think they started off with water based and then they've basically the they're, they're kind of the the UK rep for this company in Spain. They started off with water based um because that's what a good chunk of Europe used. like you know. Um and they've gradually moved into Plastosol as well. And I opened the pot of Plastosol because they sent me the, the they they have their own mixing system, but they sent me just the white and the black because I basically said to them, I don't want to move away from Magna yeah. because I love the mixing system. It's fucking great. Most of the Pantones are pretty good. Um, but when it comes to white and black printing, like if it's just white and black or black and white, whatever, there's no use use me using Magna because it's fucking 85 quid a gallon. Hmm. but you know and they basically said okay well we can probably halve your cost on that so they sent me some samples but they also sent me the plus white and i could not believe how creamy it was it's ridiculous straight out of the pot and uh, don't, just, it's unreal i fucking sponsor by them or anything like, that. No. like you know we should we graham i'm gonna be hitting be. you up for fucking sponsorship um the <laughs> two grams yeah but it's it, it was literally like i'll I'd, I'd be brutally honest i haven't printed with it yet but Straight out the pot, I was like, "Yeah, it's, it it doesn't look like a plasticol. It's weird." No, I, I thought they put I, the wrong I, label
1: on it when I opened it.
3: I just yeah, feel, feel so like dark. I'm I'm fucking sick of cleaning white plasticol off
1: screens. No, horrible, no, I'm just like, it's just such. It's a... really handy you work with Jack because obviously he's so clean and tidy. <laughs> So... <laughs> <laughs> so it's not under like under
3: you have to worry that. about there being plastic sold all <laughs> over the studio, is it? Oh, no. What are you on about? <laughs> Clean as a
4: whistle. <laughs> we get
3: the job done and it works. It's like organized chaos, but you know, it's tough. Like, it can get everywhere. And that's the thing with plaster. sold there's like, mm. you can just leave it and it all like, you can put a squeegee on top of the press and leave it, and all,
0: it yeah. all you all you need though is that tiny bit of red on the end of your finger
3: you know oh, that's God. going
0: home with you and it's yeah. going, to, uh, going to end up on all your nice t-shirts It's going to end up all in your car it's going to be in your bed with your yeah. wife there should Three be minutes.
1: like one of those science fiction contamination zones for when you leave the studio just <laughs> to walk through and it like scans you for plastic so <laughs> <laughs>
3: Well, the thing you oh. said about the water-based color mixing, anyway, I've I've heard it's better when you pay for Pantones.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, this this episode sponsored by uh, Pantone and Adobe. Uh, <laughs> Pantone can go fuck themselves. Yeah. Yeah, Pantone
0: can <laughs> fucking sit on a cactus. Quats. Oh. Although to
3: yeah. be fair, doesn't this 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 gets around it though, doesn't it? Like, mm. if you've got that on the mix, and like, you don't need to pay for that, it's, it's here,
0: right? Yeah, but then you're going to spend fucking ages like trying to match it by art, aren't you? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, yeah. it's tough. Anyway, um, you know what comes next? Hit me,
3: take your clothes exercise. off. <laughs> <laughs> we both for it. There's, a, there's a few different ways this could go, right? You've got a, a few questions that might randoms. or might not.
0: We might, we might get emotional. We might, um. uh, might get aggressive. Pav might get aggressive anyway.
1: <laughs> always.
0: <laughs> uh, do you want to kick off Pav or do you want me to?
1: You go first this time. I always go first.
0: <sighs> it's because I'm not selfish.
1: No, it's because it gives you time to look through the list. That's what it is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, what's one thing you can't live without?
3: I, I'm struggling now. Whether I go. Let, shit. Let's
0: ex, let's exclude girlfriend, spouse, and partners from this because, yeah, <laughs> obvious <laughs> reasons. <laughs> I mean, I could I could
3: just go for the obvious choice. It's the it's all it's the brand, isn't it? Cannabis.
1: <laughs> there we go. Anything else uh, would have been the wrong answer for you. There, I think. Yeah. I got to stay on brand. <laughs> But I'm going to ask this one because I, I tried asking it in the last episode that we. Yes, uh, so music is the
3: second thing. If it's a two-parter. This weed and music.
1: Okay, no. we'll let we'll let you have that one. Um, yeah, I tried asking this in the last guest, and then realised half if you're asking it that he's vegan. Um, so, <laughs> uh, do you prefer sausages or bacon? Well, I don't really eat meat. <laughs> Are you taking a fucking piss? Have I done it twice?
3: <laughs> I'm not, I'm not like a vegan and I'm not a vegetarian.
1: Oh, oh my God.
0: I'm removing that question. <laughs> fucking
1: hell. No, don't. Just keep going till I find someone that fucking can answer it.
3: <laughs> but I've never really been a fan of bacon. So I'll go with sausage. I will, cause I will. I'm not either. Like, I just don't eat much of it. I'll the thing t- is a
1: sausage doesn't have to be like, you can get like, the the corn sausages are actually quite good, and I Rich- like chicken sausages and, as well. I will tell you
0: the be- the best veggie sausages in my opinion, or veggie vegan whatever they are are the Richmond ones. The Richmond yeah, veggie they? sausages I they're second, second that, yeah, they're good. They're really good. They're better than the fucking normal ones. Yeah, yeah, but that's, they're, 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 there's probably the
1: same amount of meat in the normal Richmond sausages as yeah. there is in the <laughs> in the, the vegetarian ones.
0: Probably. Um, on uh, on food, then, what's the weirdest thing in your fridge?
2: Currently or ever?
0: I don't, I don't know if I want. No, it's a great qualifier. A <laughs> human head. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's go. Ever <laughs> fuck it. Um,
3: it make it makes it harder because I got to think back. But um, I tell you what, the weirdest thing in the fridge is. This will bring it full circle to printing in the fridge that we have at the unit we put some discharge in there to keep it for a little bit longer your own try googling discharge when you're looking at know.
0: Yeah,
3: <laughs> can i put my discharge in the fridge <laughs>
0: no fair enough, fair enough. I, did it I, did it work uh
3: it stayed in there for about <laughs> <laughs> It didn't leave the fridge.
0: It's still there. (laughs) That's still currently the weirdest thing in your fridge. Yeah,
3: probably the
2: discharge.
0: Discharge ink, if anyone's listening, thinking anything. We're all free. For for anybody who doesn't know what discharge ink is, it's basically bleach with pigment.
1: It's ink made from cum. What?
3: (laughs) what's the thing in discharge that kills you?
1: It's got formaldehyde. Formaldehyde, That's yeah. One. Damien her special.
0: Magnum Magna do a formaldehyde free discharger. Oh. That's the mm. only thing
1: that puts me off discharging.
0: Smells like um smells like
3: bubblegum apparently. Mm. Yeah, you don't want to smell the other one. No. Under the
1: flash. <laughs> really not no. good for you. <laughs> <laughs> really not good for you. Is it my go? Uh, how many capybaras do you think it would take to overpower Darcy? I
0: was waiting for one of these directed at me. I've never uh, had one. Have you not? No. Oh, bless you.
1: Capybaras, they're pretty substantial, aren't they? They're basically giant yeah. guinea pigs.
2: Yeah. Mm.
3: I'd say at least five. You reckon wow. you can take on five capybaras?
2: No, actually, you run.
3: well, you're not allowed to run. You, you've, got a... st- you've got to stand there and take it. Yeah, you're in a ring. What, in a ring? <laughs> like yeah, MMA. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, if, if it's That's... a question of like fight or flight, you could just, you could run away from pretty much, you could run away from capybara's
0: forever. I, I reckon I could dropkick one of them.
3: They're not, they're mm-hmm. not really got like damaging noshes, right? No, We've
1: but it's like Death
3: by, by a Thousand oh, I'm Cuts. Oh, like yeah, am thinking of I'm, beavers. I'm always thinking I'm rethinking that. Five doesn't sound <laughs> like a lot now. Five isn't enough, I don't think. No, I don't think so. I think in my
1: head they're a bit bigger than I thought they were. Are, are they quick? No. I don't know. I don't think they're that quick. I don't think they're particularly vicious. I couldn't have picked probably a less, <laughs> a less. Like, I mean, you, you, you asked like, the one, and it was about it was geese and me, and geese are horrible. I should have yeah. picked a slightly more vicious animal.
3: It's like that scene in Jurassic Park where that little tiny dinosaur goes up to that dude.
0: Yeah, yeah.
4: Mm.
1: <laughs> it would just be okay, like that, and I, it I, would be.
3: I'll say like fifty then.
1: 50. Oh yeah, fifty. Fifty would definitely fuck Darcy up. Yeah, yeah oh, for real. I'll take that I'll for real.
3: Yeah, well, did, did we want him to survive, or <laughs> we said overpower? In yeah, my not head, hell, Overpower, Connor. Well, overpower. Then two. One, one's like behind your legs, and the other one's in front of you, and it just scares you, and you trip over. Done.
1: <laughs> Fair <laughs> I'll enough. I'll stick to my original. It's capybara, it's not the fucking chuckle brothers, Connor. <laughs> How how clever are these capybaras? <laughs> you know, as clever as a large guinea pig can be.
3: I think, yeah,
2: five. All right. Five. I'll take that. I'll take that. Um, that's... if you could pick your
0: ideal celebrity to be spotted wearing your brand, who would it be?
3: You know, if I was to say the first thing that came to my head, do it. Ryan Reynolds, just because I think he's hilarious. Nice choice. And it was just the first thing that came to my head. Mm. I can't
2: really. That makes sense. He's he's a
1: cool guy. Yeah, annoyingly cool. I don't know if he. I Green Lantern. or anything much. Right. Yeah, God. <laughs> yeah, I don't
2: know if he talks
1: much, but
3: he's been doing a lot of stuff in Wales recently. So, you know, mm. it's, it's I'm sure cool he guy. does.
1: I'm sure he does much toking. I'm not really I'm not really clear that all the lingo, but they all do. They all do. <laughs> um uh what game show do you think you could win?
2: Hmm.
3: I don't know whether I'd be able to win it, but the one that I would like to go on the most well, that's mm. not the question. But have you seen the traitors on BBC recently? Yes.
0: I, I oh. actually when that finished, I went on BBC oh. casting to see when they're next applying <laughs> when their applications it's are open. I'm, I'm fucking going on that. I'm fucking yeah. going on it.
1: I've not TV seen it. Show. Is it good? Is it that good mm. then? It's so yeah, good.
3: yeah mm. I don't think I'd have as much fun on anything else. I reckon no. I don't know if I'd be good at lying, but I reckon I could, you know, I'd be good at winning challenges. I could
1: sociopath the fuck out of it. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's tough. It's a tough game. <laughs>
0: oh, um, I've got to watch
1: it now because I've got no context for that answer. So No, like it's, it's good. On my list. It's
0: really good. It's really good. As reality okay. TV goes, it's probably the best thing I've watched. It's fucking unbelievable. It had me mm. hooked. Yeah, same. I think we watched all the episodes in the space of, like, five or six days or something. Mm. Yes, yeah. yeah.
3: We did a similar, and then it started like coming out. Like you had to wait for it.
0: I was like, "Fuck, I need uh, to." Oh, uh, I think we we started watching it like the week it finished. I think we were really lucky, or like maybe yeah. the, the week before it finished or something. But yeah, you've got, got to go and watch it.
3: You got to love yeah. the uh the binge TV like Netflix. Absolutely, dump dominated that dropping a whole season at once. then. yeah. 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 No on to something there. No, it's
1: perfect. It's the perfect way to enjoy anything. Is watching it all at once when you should be doing other stuff.
0: Mm. <laughs> yeah, I do actually do point. work sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want to get a TV at the unit just so I can fucking.
1: That's the that's the best thing no, I put really. in the studio was a TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched all of um, uh, it's always Sunny in Philadelphia, like literally oh, yeah. ev- ev- every single season, while I was rebuilding the studio a couple of years ago.
3: Yeah, that's uh nice. We've got a it's few. Great. we've Got a few TVs here. One of them's uh, got the PlayStation Three with Skate Three, and then nice. The, nice. the other one's above the press. But we never, above the
1: press, isn't it?
3: Yeah, we've never really used it. It's mostly just got cameras on, like so we can see when the deliveries turn up. But
0: yeah, <laughs> fair enough. Um, if you weren't doing what you do now, what do you think you'd be doing? I think
3: it's a toss up between like I've always been heavily into like music. Music's been like before I started doing all the printing and everything, I was just like playing music all the time. I did a few bands and I'd love to just go on tour like, Forever, that would be fucking amazing, and just make music that would be great. But if that didn't happen, then I'd probably say landscape photography is the like my second biggest thing. I just love taking pictures, I love going to places, I love like the mountains and the coast, and I would just travel and take pictures.
1: My missus takes photos of the coast where we live, um, like very, very regularly. She's a very good photographer and she's been doing it for years, as long as I've known her. And uh, she decided the other day to go through because you've got she's got them lot of stored on the computer to so go through them all. And she can actually start on Instagram just putting them up. And uh, yes. she started off with it was just shy of 6,000 photos. Jesus, <laughs> oh, that's and they not like, how old is she? Oh, she's older than me. I don't think you should you shouldn't say a ladies no. a lady's age.
2: No, um, yeah, if it's just, pad, then that's it's, old.
1: It's just whenever she, take, she took the dog out, like she'd take called the can with her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Bitty <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah,
3: it's it's just like it's nice being out there. Like it's, it's soothing, isn't it? It's an excuse like it's an excuse to that thing that's why I stayed in Pembrokeshire for so long, because... Hmm like the amount of nature that we're surrounded by here yeah. is incredible. Like just going out for a walk down the coast is it's, it takes a lot of the stress away. It's like another chance for your brain to not think about whatever's going on. Like that's, that's something I didn't mention about the brand, I guess like cannabis for me is like my brain runs at like a thousand miles an hour sometimes and I get really anxious and I go through phases of it. And cannabis is the only thing that stops my brain from, it gives me a break. Like it, it, you know, sometimes it's like, if it's like sleepless nights or I'm just stuck on a thought in my head, it's the only thing that enables me to have a little bit of a break from it, you know? And that's what landscape photography does for me as well. You know, it's like, just a chance to get out and be part of nature for a bit and, you know, explore.
1: That's wicked, mate. Love that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry, so I was saying in gross, <laughs> I, so sorry, I, <laughs> a question, I completely forgot. Um, <laughs> I was just enjoy the dessert. moment. I was, just, I was just soaking it all in like a sponge. Um, which... Brand would you I like to see on the pod? Perfect. Or can you recommend any brands you like to see on the pod? There's well here on the pod.
0: Not that fucking old Elton. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I've I've thought about this one because I was thinking what would I maybe like wear, or the, what are the brands that I like, but I just like I don't know many people like personally, that I'd like to see. Doesn't have to be just it could just be a brand that you like as well. There's a guy I don't know if you've ever been to the family store in Brighton, Darcy. Yeah, yeah. they I popped
0: in there not too long ago, actually.
3: They've got some sick stuff. Like that's my go to place to find new things. There's a couple of brands in there consistently. One of them's called No Hours. Yeah, they do yeah. We've got like,
1: them mentioned, yeah.
3: They're like a skate skater brand Um, in America. They're fucking awesome. And there's another guy called Play Dude. I'm pretty sure he's in London now. Actually, he does some really cool, really cool stuff. I've got a a hoodie of his with one of my favorite designs that they do called Trip Advisor, and it's like a it just says Trip Advisor and there's like a mushroom on there. Nice. And I've had people come up to me many times and be like, "I didn't know you worked for them." <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> <"You> <laughs> missed the point. Also, yeah, cool. Play dudes, um, no
2: hours. Yeah, those two. Okay. Where
3: can people find you? Instagram and the web. The World Wide Web, I got ww.twelveuk. Uh, I fucked that up. 1212. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't edit this bit out. <laughs> uh, where can you not find me? 1212.uk is the website and Instagram is like the only place that I'm active. I I tried Facebook, but I'm just never on there. I took it off my phone. So I'm never on there. It's only when I get my laptop out do I check
1: it. I'm exactly the same. I only go on Facebook on my laptop. Yeah. It's wonderful. I love of, it. Of, of all the apps I had that like slowed down and fucked my phone up, Facebook was the one that like made it slow and shit. So I just got rid of it one day and I've never looked back. It's great. Like getting rid of Messenger
3: and Facebook. Mm. Wonderful. Mm love it. Yeah. Instagram, I don't have any other socials either. Like I just, Instagram's nice because I can, it's like a portfolio. I can look back on it and think, yeah. hey, like, this is, this is nice. I can see all my things together yeah. at once. So yeah, the Instagram is at 1212UK. Do you want to
1: spell 1212? 12, because 12, some people won't be able to spell the word 12 twice.
2: <laughs>
3: no, it's, it's, it's something that does come up, they're like, do you, is it the numbers or is it the word? So do you actually want me to spell it?
1: Or just say it's the words.
3: It's the words, twelve. Yeah.
1: Would have been really confusing if it was the word and then the number. You know what? <laughs> that was
3: the first Instagram handle. It was one two twelve UK.
1: Uh, oh no. Back back in the day. Oh, we can forgive you your indiscretions. Yeah. Final question:
4: What's the meaning of life?
3: I'm immediately going for, and I might actually get this wrong. But there is no wrong answers. There's a right answer,
1: which is what, like four?
3: Is it that? Is it that one or two or something like
1: that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, what's hilarious is you were wrong twice, Fuck. but but if you put those answers together, you would have been right. right. <laughs> Yeah. Fuck. I knew it. it was in there. <laughs> oh, oh my God! You just proved that two wrongs do make a right.
3: But do you know what's also funny? Four and two also make four twenty. <laughs> yeah, boy. Um, yeah. So that's that hitchhiker's reference out of the way. With, I would say, the meaning of life is just to be present and think about what's happening now just yeah i think look at the stars and as much as you can get out to those dark spots and just you know be there in the moment and that's that's all you can do because life is just about being there now amazing
0: awesome i love that thank you (laughs) love that no, thank you so much for coming on, mate. It's been hey, an yeah, absolute no. fucking pleasure chatting to you. Yeah, it's been... It's, it's been, been all right.
3: No, oh, <laughs> <Shut up, you laughs> It's been nice to chat stop, and, you know, get... I, I'm not used to talking about myself. Or, it's nice to talk about right, something with you that isn't a spreadsheet. <laughs> well, there is always next week in work where we can <laughs> <laughs> yeah thanks yeah thanks for having me it's no been... worries Thank, thanks
1: for coming on man really appreciate it.
3: yeah no worries all
0: no right worries, well you have a good
1: one and well if i don't speak to you before we'll see you at pmp yeah yeah for sure yeah. nice bit, Go cool man
2: who's team
3: mate. assemble <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh my God, hilarious. Yeah. Oh, fuck it out. Right. Oh, right. You're, you're a good egg. Love you, mate. Bloody
2: so, wonderful uh, evening. Yeah. <laughs> <You laughs> Thanks, <too, laughs>
0: Matt.
2: <laughs> Have ciao. a good
0: one. And you.
3: Ciao, ciao. Bye. <laughs>
0: Bye.